big one, right? This is the uh, whole is family's there. In a bit years in the making. Yeah, I think we announced it 2019. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Diz Idiots, the best podcast in all of Disney podcasting, and you know it. You know, it's me, Dozer. We got Bruce. We got hey, Brian. Everyone's up, in attendance. We're going to have a good night tonight. We got, let's see, what do we got on the docket today? We got lawsuits. We got protests. We've got an upcoming trip. We've got Marvel shows. Uh, Fantasmic coming back, apparently. Yeah. I. That will tie into my trip because that's going to bring me living hell because I'm going to be there day like one and two of it opening. Yeah. And I'm going to have... I still don't think it's going to open on time. Please don't. Please don't. I'm going to have a bunch of people who will want to see it. And trying to explain to some of them that the line is... You're going to have to get in line at lunch. Mm -hmm. It's not something that people who are going to the park once in however forever will want to do. And believe me, I want to see the new show. But, you know, let's get started right at the top. Annual pass holders are suing the mouse. Uh, as they rightfully should. It's is going to go nowhere. I Here's my thing. I'm, listen, it, I'm listening. Yeah. This is my hypothetical here. So, you live in Florida. You've got the Platinum Annual Pass, so you can book your tickets whenever. You have family coming in for Christmas. Because they're coming in, you're going to want to book your days to coincide with them at the park, your five days. Awesome. Great. Cool. We now have days at the park. Now I can't go to the parks till Christmas. That's what these restrictions have done. Oh, that's okay. That's Five fair. days. That's fair. That's fair. I'm, I'm with you. That's fair. Yeah. That is why my proposal on this, Disney, because it is an unfair limitation, but I understand the challenges you are going to go up against, especially for annual pass holders. One, penalties for no showing your reservation. Two, penalties for frequently canceling your reservations yes. right before. Three, maybe without resort stay, because all of these get, you know, if you have a resort stay, you can add your reservations on the resort stay. It doesn't affect people staying on property. Without a resort stay, you can book no more than five consecutive days. After five, two days have to pass before you can book more days. That's my thought. I, I don't, I, I'm not against it. It's just funny that, are these Florida residents suing or not? Because typically in the past, most Florida resident discount passes don't include the holidays because they don't want to go with it. M most, uh, I mean, I don't know the exact numbers 
Bruce, but most of these are Florida residents. Mm -hmm. But they are suing based off of the group that is officially suing is Platinum Annual Pass holders. Which is fair. If that's the case, I I read a very sparse article about it. That's fair. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Because originally I'm like, but Disney usually writes all this verbiage in that like, oh, sorry, read the back of your contract, read the back of your ticket, middle finger, goodbye. Yeah, yeah, but oh, oh, uh, right here, I'll give it to right here. In the situation I proposed, there it is an unfair restriction. I don't care how no. Disney has worded it in the. You're right on the back. I agree. I just, I've never believed this park reservation system limits as much as they say it does. I don't care what they tell us in investors' meetings. I, I just have this strong feeling that. It goes up to phasing and that's it. Here's my thing. If it's limiting as much as people say it's limiting, then with two shows of Fantasmic, there should be no issues in seeing that show. Yeah, exactly. I I just don't feel... I I don't feel it's as limiting as they say. Now, from what you said, absolutely, I agree. They should... Is this going to get settled? Of course, like most things, this isn't going to go to trial. It's going to get settled, and that's going to be it. Um, they never should have changed their park. They never should have changed the annual pass to begin with. And it should just mm-hmm. be whatever. Who cares? Book your. What do you care? They paid a lot of money for a platinum pass. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Disney. Yeah, I, I, I do say. Yeah, don't let, don't let us sit there and bogart a reservation every day of the year. We're not, we're not going to use it. I get that. Punish me if I don't use it multiple times. I If you miss one, whatever. If you miss Things two or happen. three. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with that. I can understand that. It's it just when I first heard about it, I'm like, oh, well, also, I'm like, somebody always suing Disney. What now? And, again, this is uh, something that difficult to implement. People wouldn't get. People would complain. A park reservation costs $20 if you're not staying on park property instantly refunded upon entry to the park. I think it would, I think honestly, it just is like most of the, what they used to do with dining reservations. We're taking your credit card. If you yeah. do not show up, you're charged. If yeah. you show oh. up, we don't charge it. Bruce, it's so much worse now. Really? You, you want one of those, you want a good restaurant? Guess what? You're paying before you go. Oh, I hate that. You're going to Cindy's? Pay. You're yeah. going to Snow White? Pay. Pay. Yep. That's the new th- that's that's the new thing now. It's like fast passes, baby. Prepay before you go. Once they open it, there's no stopping. And, and no one challenges them because, well, in their mindset, it, we're Disney. No one's going to. And I'm not going to challenge it because most of the time for those restaurants. I'm excited enough. I got a reservation. Yeah. Oh, I. You know why? Because the truth is, if you do cancel those half the time, you're doing it because you're a jackass. Yeah. But I am also going to say a pain point from our last trip. We had our reservations at CRT. Ooh, maybe I shouldn't use those letters. <laughs> It works. Cinderella's Royal Table royalty. CRT works. Anyone yeah. who doesn't know that, go look it up. Google it. We talk. Uh, we, we talk in code name here, Bill. Don't, don't Google that. Don't Google that. 
You'll just get a bunch of angry people in trucks. <laughs> um. So what what you're going to happen here is we, we had our reservation. We prepaid this reservation. We got there maybe 10 minutes early. We waited another 45 minutes for our table. I hate that. And I get it. People are eating slower. You're staffed poorly. Shit's happening. I get it. But you know what? That rub is a completely different thing when you've already paid. You've paid for a prefix menu at a restaurant that caters to children. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that menu. It don't cater to children anymore. The theming oh, caters the, to children. Yeah, Royal Table. Yeah, I <laughs> saw the menu for that. That's <laughs> It's bougie AF. I know it's yeah. bougie, but I'm just saying, historically, it caters to children who want to eat in the castle. They've changed that. They've changed that for, um, I'm just going to say, the dink crowd, if you will. Matt, they're, they're coming from. They're coming to Bippity Boppity Boutique next. You watch Disney's next move is Bippity Boppity for adults. They'll start uh, charging. They'll they've, start been charging. Petition, they've been petitioning that since I worked there. No, a decade that I, they have been petitioning it. That's next. You watch. There's a group. There's a group that wants, and I, I, they, what they're looking for is, believe it or not, the bachelorette crowd. They want the 20s and 30s. That's what they've been petitioning for. Um, just Disney. It. Disney has smartly said it's for kids. Slap, 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 slap. If you are going to do this, because everything can have a good spin to it if you give it the right marketing, should there be adults getting bibbity bobbidied up? In the Magic Kingdom. Ah, hell no. Now, what if you put in a Bibbidi-Bobbidi-esque thing in Disney Springs, more towards the former Pleasure Island area? Well, That's they did have would... a, They had a Bibbidi-Bobbidi there. Uh, well, yes. Ago, but but uh, I'm it, saying a separate one for adults. There's an entire building that's vacant I, right now. I was actually gonna, I was gonna recommend a different park to have their own separate, not Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, but a fairy, a bachelorette thing, if you will, um, a park that set, unfortunately, like it or lump it, centers around alcohol. Epcot. I would have Epcot. Think about it. Have Epcot. Have different packages. People would pay big money to have adult slushies and a bunch of girls getting dolled up to go drink around the world. Let me one up you there, Bruce. Please. So I like where you're going with that idea, but for theming for Bachelorette and ABC, let's take it back a notch to the '90s when Hollywood Studios had like the TV-ish feel to it with like who wants a billion millionaire and all this stuff you mean almost like we have buildings in the middle of the park doing nothing that we could use this for i know what i'm suggesting is what if they do a bippity boppity boutique-esque you know uh bachelorette makeover style fashion store in hollywood studios wait a minute wait a minute theme it to the you're get ready for i'm ready for my close-up bridals bachelorette parties Or I love this idea. You have it, and then you have a fashion show. Exactly. You have space for this, and people would pay money. Yes. Yes. I mean, as much as the little mermaid, well, I don't know if you'd put it there. 
There's places for it. I, there's places for it. There's places for it. No, but no. I'm just saying that uh, you have in that middle there. What you have, you have an entire space in the middle there. That there's a lot of unused space in that building. In oh, oh, oh! What, what's the theater with the Mickey and Minnie short? That that's doesn't what, matter what it is. It that's the theater. That yeah, that's the yes, that, the yeah, South Dangerous Theater. Yes, that yes. that would be that would be the even theater. there. You actually have rooms behind that. Exactly. Nothing. Not just the Sounds Dangerous Theater. There's other places that you have the room for this. Yeah. No problem. And people would eat this up. It would be hey Bob. Hey Bob. Listen to us, Bob. I know you're listening. My God, he should be seeing the list I've been sending you guys with ideas too. <laughs> has, oh, don't worry. He has been. Oh. He's watching. Oh, uh, remember, this is Disney we're talking about. True. They're watching, Brian. Always <laughs> watching. Thank you, Roz. <laughs> yes, the parent. And featuring and featuring Roz. Now we're uh, gonna get ready, ladies. You all look beautiful. Oh my god, that's it. That'll be it because if they want to do Monsters Inc., hell, even do that is like a little makeover for the kids too. If they want to do that, Ooh, have Ra funny. or Edna Honestly, or Edna Mode. I would just have Roz as the receptionist when you check in. Okay, ladies, right this way to your room. Edna Mode, do you got? I mean, kind of piggyback off this idea. Do you guys hear the Play Pavilion got canceled officially? Shocking. Wow, no kidding. Yeah, hmm. yeah. So now they're back to square one with the Wonders of Life Pavilion. The most cursed pavilion in all of Disney. It, think about it. Mm -hmm. It can't hold yeah. shit. It can't. Well, I was reading an article, so I guess the reason why Wonders of Life ended was it was the sponsorship with MedLife. Hey. It was, it, it, it's a little bit more than that. The problem with Wonders of Life, it dead ends. So you need to have a draw. Wonders of Life stopped becoming a draw. You mean Body Wars? I always yes. thought. I always thought. I know everyone says Inside Out with Journey to Imagination, all that stuff. But honestly, ever since so I went to I went to high school with a guy that ended up. Long story short, now works for Pixar, and he posted years ago. A, like a little blog, like so excited to work on Pixar's next project inside out. And, and he released on his, you know, his Facebook page, just like a teaser poster essentially. And I was like, Greg, what is it about? And he goes pretty much the feelings in mind. I said, so you guys are resurrecting cranium command. He goes in a sense. Yes. yes. So I always thought it would be a really cool idea that Wonders of Life still becomes Wonders of Life, but features Inside Out's Cranium Command. But it's not... A, that Cranium Command was never a big enough... It wasn't big enough to be a draw. Everyone... The problem with old Epcot, and this is... I mean this lovingly to people like us and the fans. We have the, the rose-colored glasses. It just... Old Epcot wasn't what they wanted it to be. Right. It was never the and it, but not just that, it never had the capacity to be anything more. Even Body Wars, as much as I love Body Wars when I was a kid, but that's just that's that was in my wheelhouse. I like what you're thinking though, Brian. I don't like it. Cause I I'm just because I'm also looking at it, you know, like because you know, if you ever I mean you guys have been there recently, you guys how saw how the merchandise is becoming very like going retro when it comes to every 
80s Epcot and 70s Magic Kingdom. Like to me, like that would just feel kind of in place with the overall theming where it, it kind of has this nostalgia retro, but it's modern day. It doesn't have to be the same Crane Command and Body Wars, but still do some sort of like inside out attraction in the Wonders of Life Pavilion and still keep the name and just do something in regards to like, you uh, know, change the name. But modify it still something of life or whatever. True. Wonders of, uh wonders of your body, wonders of emotion, you know, something along those lines. Right. Because your body is are, a wonderland sponsored by John Mayer. Yeah. Now that now that you're <laughs> love it. Now that um now that they're having a sequel, I just I, I, I mean, I'm not saying the movie has an entire land. No, 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 no. Tell. I'm just saying, no, no. I'm just talking a part of the Wonders of Life Pavilion. I'm more getting at the old Epcot's dying in the sense that go learn. It doesn't always have to be. We're going to teach you something now. Right. Now it can. I'm more. Because <sighs> the other because the other option now, this would never happen unless, you know, Universal and Marvel come to some sort of new contract. But I always thought, ever since Disney acquired Marvel, just make Wonders of Life Pavilion Stark Expo. See, I actually think they would do better in the middle. Remember, there was a hot minute they wanted this. They wanted to fast capitalize the Black Panther and make it a Wakanda because Stark Expo works better in the middle. Over there, you would need well, and to me, Wakanda doesn't. Wakanda only fits now because we have a Wonders of Xandar Pavilion. That's what it has to be. It, I I don't I don't dislike having a inside the body kind of thing, mm -hmm. but I don't dislike it. It's just two wonders. Of, you don't replace pigs with pigs. It's two wonders of lifey to put right. in there. I also wonder if they're not gun shy because they tend to use it for uh, flower and garden. Yeah. And because we know Disney's so cheap that we have other buildings and prop, we have other space in the park to use for things that God forbid we actually use it for. Like the, um, Od like I, the Odyssey I, Pavilion? <laughs> I thought they should just knock the whole thing down and start from scratch. I agree. And I am, but I am, I'm going to take Brian's idea here. And we're going to go with the premise of repurposing. So we're going to reuse Body Wars. Okay. What's left of it? all five pieces still there. I'm well aware. Just work with me, Bruce. Okay. It's a hypothetical. We're going to put, it's going to be another simulator attraction. We're going to shrink down. We want to go in the body. We want to do the same shit, but how do we theme this? How do we theme <gasps> this? This is easy. You have your Ant-Man and you are going with Shuri to see exactly how that flower from the Black Panther affects people. Take my money. Take my money right now. Take my money. Yes. Yes. Oh my god, yes. I have just fit body wars into the Wakanda Pavilion. <laughs> just why not just call it Wonders of the Universe? That's what have, Well yeah. Well well, okay, so let's let's look at a Or wonders map. of your universe, your universe being you. You have inside how it affects your body there. You have something health related. You you have a little more classic Epcot, and you could have Marvel and other things working in there. And, because and, as we say this, all of a sudden two men in black suits knock at the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, because Ant Man doesn't fall under the 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 category the contract with Universal. Yeah, so the theor theoretically, 
that Body Wars ride could be a quantum mania a type attraction. So, oh I, my God. <laughs> here is what I'm going to say. So, I am old Universal had issues where the franchises fell out of favor. Mm-hmm. They capitalized too fast. Things didn't always take hold. Too furious. <laughs> Which is had- now getting a roller coaster in California. So quiet before they boot, do more, guys. Careful. Hey, hey, can't Cedar Fair. Su- oh, no, wait. They own West Coast. West Coast. Hey, Kings of Minions opening up 365 days a year. So <laughs> don't get me started on that. <laughs> but Disney has this problem where. They have the right time. They have yeah. the right theme. But they can't pull the trigger. And I think the most infamous example of multiple times getting screwed over and being unable to pull an IP trigger when they needed to is the Imagination Pavilion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I've said it before. I still say it to this day because as a parent, I can tell you this franchise is still going strong New content is still pretty continuously being made for it. Mm-hmm. Phineas and Ferb, and you can still and, and you can still have Figment with them too. Absolutely, you can fit anything in Phineas and Ferb. That's what's genius. They're going to do it all. Yeah, and like they may not be making mainline Phineas and Ferb stuff, but last year a movie came out. They still make stuff for. All they do all these like weird shorts, like at, all the characters chibis and whatnot, and they make Phineas and Ferb stuff for that. And he's still employed by them. Only this idea works, especially if at the end, very end of the attraction, the last thing you hear is, "Mom, Phineas and Ferb are opening a track in the Epcot." No, that's the opening line. It works too. The last line, as you leave, there's. Only one thing it could be. Oh, hi there, Perry. Curse you, Perry the Platypus! <laughs> you could do a lot of fun things there with that, too. Yeah, and you, you exit into a do. You exit into Doofus Evil Incorporated! Well, no, then you then you decide you want to go for the show. And we've, decide, we've discussed this before. Mm-hmm. Where you go up and you go watch the Doofenshmirtz Randominator. Yes. Where you just get a random 3D film from Disney Pass. I do love that idea. I like that. I really I do like that idea. I like that idea. I love it more than Journey of Water. <laughs> I, I, you know, I've looked at the concept art. I really need to see more to understand this goddamn pavilion. Yeah. I, guess I, I don't get it at all. Do you see the new trees they just installed, too? Uh-huh. No, I, it, I'll I'll tell you in a couple days if I can see him over the walls. Okay, okay. Also, also, time out. This is a mini rant here, but this is to go towards Dojo's upcoming trip. Why? They, that thing makes getting through Epcot so awful. Because it's like, I just want to go that way through the shade. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're literally going, burn! Yeah, there's Why? more. Right now, there is more shaded Animal Kingdom than Epcot. <laughs> Because uh, Dozer, Animal Kingdom has are, the most shade. Hollywood has no shade. Well, I, I'm There's sorry. More yeah. shade in Toy Story Land, Land than in this section. Once you leave, um, I almost called it Wonders of Life. 
Wonders of Xandar. <laughs> what the... Oh my gosh, I am just now I'm blanking it. Now I just want to call it Wonders of Life. Once you leave the land, just the want to land. call it Wonders of Life now. Life land, you see where I'm going. Once you see the land pivot, once you leave that, you you have you have the two buildings to the right. It's to the left or to the right. This will go this one goes this way, but basically they say, Oh, you want to get to Xandar and everything easily. You have to go like go in the sun. Bake. And also, also, from what I could tell, or journey of water, burn! There is no shade. There's very little shade in this thing. Have I they don't... been to Epcot and done the Baton Death March? Oh, I shouldn't say that. The Epcot Death March. I was insensitive. I apologize. Uh, the Epcot Death March in August. Now we're adding in, look at the water. It burned while you do. <laughs> it's... Just bad I'm sorry, stuff. That to get out. No, it. Brian's like Brian's like. Why did we let him stop? It. It's. I don't. And this started a little. This started before Cheap Pack, but oh. his fingers are on it. Yeah. What What does Disney have against shade? Hollywood Studios, in and of itself, is like shadeless. Then you go to it, Toy Story Land. Man, forget Actually, it. Actually, it didn't start before JPEG. JPEG had his hands in Toy Story Land. There was a brief moment in time JPEG wanted to cut back to literally roller coaster themed bathroom. Bye. Well, yeah, I, I it, know, but I'm saying Iger in, uh, was still in charge. Iger was still in charge. As I said, you was... could still see his fingerprints on it, though. It. What do you have against shade? It's hot. And yeah. guess what? It doesn't get me to buy another bottle of water, which also I'm having more difficulty finding a cart selling bottled water. Mm-hmm. I I understand staffing issues. Uh, can I still have that person with the random cart of beverages? I miss there were not too as many ODF people as I would like. Maybe that's a staffing issue, but Multiple times, I was waiting in line to buy a drink. Oh, and I started just stopping in gift stores and loading up my bag because I forgot a reusable bottle. That's mm-hmm. my fault. I forgot that in a hat, so I had to buy one. Stupid me. But I was in line with only a person or two in front of me. I get talking with people, but there's times I'm like, step, tell them to step to the side. I, I really want a drink here. I am yeah. large and I am sweating profusely. And more than once, I walked away grumbling. I'm like, come on, folks. How hard it, is this? Well, I was going to say, not even talking to people, just transaction times mm-hmm. have been painful. I'm like, it's two sodas. Why am I still here? It should be beep, beep, bonk, leave. Yeah. They were discussing the Simba popcorn bucket. And all I wanted to do was take the guy's Simba popcorn bucket and throw it in the animal pit in front of the Tree of Life. I was raging for a Powerade. You, you know, it's funny to say that about the uh, Magic Bands dozer. So when we went down, I, I I lost my sunglasses. Now, they weren't like expensive ones. They were like a cheap pair that I had anyway. So I was like, all right, I guess I have to buy sunglasses while I'm down here. So we're going through Adventureland. I stopped at one of the kiosks right there by like um, – by the right yeah. there by by the misting by the jungle yeah. cruise and all that stuff. So I'm I'm checking out some sunglasses. I find a pair and I'm using my magic band. It's not scanning. She tried a few more times. She's like, Do you have a credit card? I'm like, Yeah, but I have it linked to my magic band. I don't carry it really around with me unless it's an emergency, but yeah, that didn't work. She's like, you know what? Just just take them. <laughs> 
I was like, nice. $20, $25 pair of sunglasses for free, baby. You know what, though? That's, that's the correct – that's actually the correct guest interaction there. Yeah. I wasted enough of your time. Just take them. Really, Disney can. Disney can. It – $25 loss. I'm sure Disney can just, you know, write that off. Oh, uh, no. It, okay, $25 loss. Mm-hmm. Five. What? I Five. It's five. Five. You're, you're, you're counting in the cast member's time and other overhead in there. I was thinking of Florida tax, but I don't know what the Florida tax rate is. Florida tax doesn't matter on items given away for free. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> But it, man, we've gone off the rails, and I love it. Have you know? we? Have we though? Okay, we have a little, but that's my fault. That's it, my fault. I started this. I started this with a rant about shade. Look, we started the whole show with a rant about pass holders suing Disney, as they should. And was it this? I can't remember which one it was because, like, I gotta somehow block inside the magic has gotten un. Bearable with their articles. I've, they're I've, all clickbait. Yeah, they're they all clickbait. There yeah. is like an an entire article before you get to the actual news, and then there's 500 ads between it. It's why. Yeah, the guy. The guy. What was the guy's name that started it? I don't remember. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I listened to his they're, podcast and all that stuff, and then like one far gone from what they want. Well, no, then one day he just decided to just sell his company. Yeah. But I there was a, definitely an article, not only about that, but about an active protest by pass holders. I want to say it was Disneyland Paris, but it was didn't... Disneyland. It was Disneyland Paris over, and it wasn't. It wasn't an attra- one of the attractions closing. It was only because I get two kinds of articles, and when you go to Google, they have articles underneath. I have two kinds of articles: clickbait and spoilers. Yeah, that's about I'm it. done looking into Google. I spent over a year avoiding spoilers for my Hero Academia. I just got one yesterday. I was so angry, so angry. Oh, what was was it? Was it and, Black well, Black Adam post credit scene? No, no, that I looked up on my own. No, this is a My Hero Academia spoiler. I did not need to know this information. I knew this season was going to be full of traumatic events. I was like, why, why? Why did you well, spoil that? Well, was it Endgame? It was some big movie. I remember talking to you about it, Bruce, where I'm like, well, I just flipped through my Google and it just, mm-hmm. the headline spoiled the big twist. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care about spoilers, but what the hell? Yeah. The morning of the WandaVision finale, or not not the finale, but before, Agatha Harkness explained, I'm like, you couldn't give me five more hours. Hours, yeah. Because they want you to be on top of everything. Damn it. Damn it, Google. They want that you to be. I digress. I, I derail this again, continuing on. I'm sorry. No, you're. But that's where I was going. I'm tired of this spoiler shit. I'm. But, you know, there's a protest by pass holders over stupid stuff. And this attraction's closed indefinitely. It's closed for work, and they're calling it indefinitely. Yeah, what was it? Indiana, Indiana Jones out in Disneyland's closed mm-hmm. indefinitely right now. In, indefinitely. Yeah, it just means they don't have a date given to reopen. Just like everyone knows, Splash Mountain is most likely closing in January. We all know it's going to happen soon. Just, I don't need this attraction's going away indefinitely. 
especially if they're giving us a date of like 2024 for Tiana's Bayou Adventure. It's like, yeah, if you guys are going to do it right, close it in January. Don't make this six year, seven year plan like Tron. <laughs> it look, Tron did have the pandemic effect. I know, I know, but Velocicoaster, what? Who said that's that? that's where I was coming from. <laughs> is that there was this other article about I, how. I Universal hired from within. Disney decided to hire third-party contractors. It, it actually has nothing, it has nothing to do with that. It truly has to do with that's actually the train. Mm. The train. They didn't think. They didn't realize. They messed up with the train. Yeah. That's all. That that's what really delayed this was yeah. the train. And we all want the train back. So I'm like, fine, delay it longer. It is what it is. Um, but anyway, continuing. Yeah. So. We, we've got that going on, and it, just so many bad articles. I one I saw recently was this Disney World experience is going away, and it was the half of the arcade for Space Mountain closing so that they could build stuff for Tron. Like, <coughs> I'm like that thing's closed half the time anyway. And honestly, bring back the arcade and call it Flynn's. Don't give them logic. They're not going to apply it. Plus, just help just helping them out <laughs> for free. The only there's only one way I will completely and fully accept a Flynn's arcade. One way, just needs one cabinet. Give me Fix It Felix. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And can we appreciate here for a second? There are two roller coasters. I think the other one I think it's supposed to open up. Maybe it's 2024 and I'm wrong. There are possibly two roller coasters opening up in Orlando next year. One is essentially Pony Express riding onto the light cycle. The other is officially a stand-up roller coaster. What the hell in the 90s has happened in Orlando? (laughs) What happened? Like... Okay, they're building Tron. There was been in the, I get it, and then with the light cycle, I think it looks fun. I think it's going to be a fun thing because it's going to be thrilling, but not overly thrilling. I love that they're building that, but I'm like Sea World. Really? He, he, here's what happened. Sea World found some old B and M trains that they got. They took off Mantis. They got a bargain on them, mm. and they're like, "Hey, there." This is a redesigned this is a redesigned honestly honestly i'm gonna be honest i'm pretty sure bnm bought togo designs for this because i'm looking at it i'm like why does this look like shockwave and not the good shockwave (laughs) yeah that's that's the stand-up we're going to try to base it is too abreast i'm looking at this and all i can think is my sister, my father, and I was they blacked out. I was blacked out on this at King's Dominion. <laughs> well, really? Really? I just I just couldn't believe it. I realized that, 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 that you guys are saying this. I'm like, wait a minute. We're essentially having Pony Express or Wave Rider running. Okay, I'm with you. Wow. Wow, Orlando. 90s for the win. Hey, nostalgia, nostalgia sells. I have an entire case of Dunkaroos upstairs. Yeah. Next, next is Surge, and from there it's the uh, Ecto Cooler High C. Hey, 
Hey, I went in the sheets last week and bought a Snapple Element. Oh, they are so- oh. Uh, they've had those for a while now. They're they're light. They are not fully flavored like they used to be. It's only three, but they're still delicious. Oh, it. They may not have as much flavor, but they still oh, taste still- exactly yeah. like I remember. They don't uh. have as much sugar. That's yeah. the thing. The flavor's all there. It's just not nearly as sweet because of that. Um, which one did you have? The fire. I had fire. Yeah, I've I. I have a stockpile of them here. I have to go to a Sheets now and see if they have it. You can get them a lot. Up here, they have them at the grocery stores. It's air, fire, and rain. Rain. Oh, my God. I remember fire. Fire and rain were my go-tos. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to try this new one. It's called. Their spot. Air, to me, is the weak link. But it's like. When you're the weekly compared to fire and rain, you're still fine. Kudos to whoever, whoever at Snapple decided to revamp the elements. It, the funny thing is I was having a talk on such good shoot about uh, the Snapple elements. And then the next day is when I found them in the store. And I was like, oh. I saw an ad. I Instacarted them. I couldn't believe it. The stopper job had them, and I have a. I got a giant stock. I basically bought up their whole stock. Do they? Do they still look the same on the? No, outside? they're in regular okay. Snapple bottles, not okay. glass. Just regular plastic Snapple bottles. Okay, but... they're shaped a little bit like the old shape. Yeah. Okay, so I'd recognize if I see them. Yeah, I'll. I have it a picture. Looked, the, the labels look like it says. It clearly says fire, rain, and air on oh, them. God. Can't mistake it. Which is also funny to me because I saw this and I'm sitting there. I pick it up and go, I don't think I've seen a Snapple in forever. Oh, Snapple's a mainstay up here. I don't buy a lot of beverages. (laughs) I know. I drink water. Yeah, same here. Sorry. Woulda. Woulda. I got got to speak Philly sometimes. Hey, congrats on the Phillies, man. Playoffs. Oh, it's... I don't want to be anywhere near Philly. No, they already greased up the polls. Oh, they greased up the polls before. That's not. That's not why we don't want to be anywhere near Philly. You got the Phillies in the World Series. Series. You got the undefeated Eagles. Eagles. Yep. With a a contest looming very large at the beginning of December. Oh yeah, Bruce. Honestly. Would you expect that to be as good as it's going to be? Nope. Not in a million <laughs> years. Never, ever, ever. We may have a – honestly, if it's not Sunday night football, or, or if it ain't Sunday night, is now. That is going to be a clash because if nothing else, there are two teams that do not like each other. It's going to be fireworks. <laughs> hey, for week eight of football, who expected that the only – Game with two undefeated, with two not undefeated, but winning records would be the Giants versus the Seahawks. Yeah, (laughs) don't worry, the Giants are going to lose this one. But I'm just happy, considering I had them as a two-win team, I couldn't be more thrilled. I called the Eagles doing well. Um, Hey, it's been football has been fun this year. I'm sorry, uh, Commanders lost to Washington. What? The Commanders lost to I'm Washington. Sorry. The, the, <laughs> yeah. Green Bay lost. Sorry, Green Bay lost to the Commanders. Commanders. You, you mean the commies? The commies. My, 
I have known several people who, in DC now calling them the Washington Cops. Who bounced a seventeen thousand dollar check? <laughs> Such a good team. Any, anyway, anyway, back to Disney. So, I, I got our trip coming up. We're driving down. We're leaving Halloween night, stopping in Charleston, then nice. finishing up the drive. We're going straight to Epcot day one. And then we're having dinner at Enzo's Hideaway. Mostly because it was looked like the best place I could get a reservation at in Disney Springs. I was limited and Jico was not open. I've heard good things. I've never been, but I've heard yeah, I've, I've never had food at Enzo's. I'll, I'll be critical. Italian-American, I'll be critical of Italian food. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I've only eaten at two places at uh, Disney Springs, and apparently one of them is a hard get now. Which is? Homestyle? Oh, Homestyle. Really? Chef, a homecoming. Chef homecoming. homecoming. Yeah. I didn't know what it was, but I... Um, it was a very interesting interaction that day. So is it a is it hard to get reservations for that place? Like, is it pretty popular? That's what I've heard. Huh. It, I walked in midday. I was there for five hours, and the manager and the bartender were one. They, I, I said I'm done. She goes, "We were just, we got to cut you off at some point, but you just danced over to the bathroom five minutes ago." <laughs> I didn't walk. I danced over to the bathroom. She goes, "I don't know what the hell is wrong with you," but she goes, "You didn't just walk. You danced perfectly." I am afraid. <laughs> so we have that, and. My wonderful, wonderful wife also scored three beautiful reservations for lightsabers. Nice. Nice. Brian got, hates that. He's jealous. Got I am, that, got I, them I got last mine. week. I got mine. That's awesome. I was kidding. Brian, I'm joking with I you. I know. That's awesome. Got them last week. We were nervous. My one cousin really wanted to do it with his daughter and we couldn't get them at 60 days, and then Meg went on last week, grabbed three of them. That's the way to so, do it. And I figured, hey, we're driving. If I'm getting a lightsaber, this is probably the trip to do it. Yep. That was yep. the time. Yep. Absolutely. So I'll be building a lightsaber. I don't know what I'm going to build. We'll find out. Yeah, the I don't even remember our other meals. They're all good restaurants. I booked them. There are some weird times because trying to book 11 people for a dinner. Is when you're different. a big group, that's always the hardest. It's either got to be early or late. And frankly, early. And the real issue, and I know hopefully I'll be able to get Disney to work with me a bit. Some of them are like a group of five at 515, a group of six at 530. You should be fine. You should, yeah. Yeah. If nothing else, they split the difference. You we'll take you early, wait another eight <clears throat> minutes for us, and you're fine. Yeah. But that's just what we got. I I'm excited for this trip. I'm yeah. I have my I have my nerves. Fantasmic gives me my nerves because mm-hmm. our day in Hollywood is day two of Fantasmic being reopened, quote unquote. Mm. Yeah, no what November first is or second. Second, I thought I saw the second, but I still don't think it's going to open then. But we'll see. But my biggest, I'm sitting here going, I don't want to deal with the vloggers. 
Mm -hmm. I, I don't care if I can see it or not. I just don't want to deal with the vloggers in the park. Though I will happily meet Tim, the Tim Tracker. I'll happily meet him. But other than that, I could care less about the vloggers. Maybe, maybe if Hotchberg is there. They may be invited to their own show. Usually the vloggers they, do get a press screening beforehand. We, we hope so, but we don't know because we're getting close. They, they and it may not. Be, it may be a. Ooh. I'm curious. It could be a. We're gonna Ooh. do four technical previews yes. and then say this is the real one. Whatever we're gonna come to. What if? What if Disney goes November seconds for annual passholder sneak preview night? Well, sucks for the rest of my family. Probably would have announced that, but that's a good point. The, the you know, we we got all sorts of things and. We're, we're annual pass holders. We're DVC, staying on points. That gives you the most flexibility. Yep. Which, I don't know if you know this, my DVC benefits do depend on if I paid cash or if I'm staying on points. Really? So, I have, I have free parking. It's one of the few perks they can't get rid of. I can only use that if I am staying at a DV res, DVC resort on points. Hmm. If I am staying at a DVC resort on cash, I can't do it. My membership status doesn't mean anything. I'm not there on points. Huh. It. There are several other perks that are points-based, and it's... Uh, but I get it. The other one is pool hopping. I can only use that if I'm staying on points. Huh. It's okay. They have essentially made that one worth nothing. Well, I guess that makes sense if you're on points because you could then pool hop to any other DVC resort then. Oh, but you can't. Name a pool you want to go to. It's probably on the blacklist. Oh, wait. Now, why would they do that? If you can pool hop, but it's on the blacklist. Because literally everybody wants to go to Beach Club. Well, <laughs> everybody wants to go to the same pool. That's why even my pool hopping perk is, is... neutered because of Bruce. Sorry. <laughs> hey. Sorry. It is. It is. It. It is suspicious how I left, and this happened like almost immediately after. <laughs> like. <laughs> It, I know it's not just me, but I helped. <laughs> it It's most annoying because, like, there's the DVC pool hopping perk. Right. And it's that one. I don't think we could go to the volcano pool at Polly. And there's, like, one or two other pools that are completely off limits. And you're just like, well, that's all the pools I want to go to. Who's going to hop to the pool at the Contemporary? There's a pool at the Contemporary. Yeah, I know there is, but that's the that's the, it doesn't sell. <laughs> that, that hotel's not they're selling points, not the pool. Well, that is, it, look, the pool by the lake. You mean? You mean the lake? <laughs> oh, by the lake. I know. The I know. The hotel yeah. by the lake. Yeah. I I'm still not positive. I know where the pool is at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah. 
I, I know exactly where it is. I've been to the pool in the Animal Kingdom Lodge, but don't ask me. It's like a, it's like a. I, I just happened to like come across it. We were just walking through the lodge, like after <laughs> dinner the one day, just looking through like the Serengeti view in the back, and we just happened to just come across. Oh, there's the pool. <laughs> yeah, but I couldn't tell you how to get there. <laughs> and Somebody... I know where the, I know where the pool is for Jumbo House. There's a pool for Kidani, allegedly. Uh, there, there is somebody, don't know who, once got in trouble because I believe they yelled something akin to the "I'm the golden elephant" before jumping in the pool and making a scene, making a lot of noises. I don't know who that was. Bruce, uh, do, you know this, do you know this person personally? I know them <laughs> intimately. Some might say. <laughs> What is wrong with you? I'm like, what? It wasn't funny, but because I ran, the lifeguard was not happy. Uh, I would have, I would have loved to see that. I don't just, like, just I could just see that right now. Well, it was. I am the golden elephant. Jump. It, so, oh, I, are, are you ready for Disney to Disney? We we have requested our rooms to be near each other because we have two rooms for this upcoming trip. Yeah. If you've ever been to any of the Animal Kingdom resorts, they're not near. For- you know how long those yeah. hallways are. Yeah, yeah. We could be on the same floor and still be a half-hour walk between walk. the rooms. That is true. Those rooms are spread out. <laughs> like I'm sitting here going, "Well, any DVC resort, the rooms will get spread out by the time you figure. Most of them are lockout, or sorry, studio, one bedroom." combined to make the two bedroom mm-hmm. then you have to keep walking keep walking keep walking keep walking next setup of those two the room it's a long walk even uh even the boardwalk oh that hallway was long i can't comment yeah some of us were fancy on concierge level well bruce you also weren't dvc no Remember that resort has that dividing line of what normal. But Bruce did get club level. Just... Yes, he he because he has a great travel agent. Uh, he does. Like, Hook me up, you know. I could tell you where I will not be walking a lot, and that is on the Disney Wish, because I have a room where I am basically steps away from the pool deck. There you are, steps away. From what is rumored to be the best barbecue at sea. Do I need to eat anywhere else? I don't think so. I think I'll be well set up. And not spending a lot of time on elevators. Yeah. That's my goal. Honestly, the biggest and most common complaint I have heard of the Disney Wish. Is the fact that they have... The stairwells are more hidden and not as easily accessible, Mm -hmm. which gets annoying because oftentimes you'd sit there and you're only going to two or three decks. You're like, crap, I'll just take the steps because the elevators you wait forever for 15 decks, six elevators. Even they only hold like six people each. You're just always waiting for an elevator. Mm. And then these elevators do this wonderful thing where they all don't go to every floor. Oh, you want to get to the top of the ship. 
Good luck. Only two of the elevators do. You got to hope one of those comes. Out of all the, how many how many cruise ships have you been on, Dozer? Of the Disney, two Disney's. Well, on- the yeah, the Disney, the Disney line, the Disney. Yeah, two Disney's, the Magic and the Fantasy. Okay. It which basically means I've been on all except the Wish because, well, That's you know, the, fan, the Magic and the Wonder are the same ship. The Fantasy and the Dream are pretty close, except the Fantasy's better. I, I can tell you the treasure will be better than the wish because mm-hmm. that's just how it goes. Bruce, you're right there, bud. I, 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 someone's in trouble. I, I'm fine. I'm, I'm not happy. It's fine. Oh, is he going to be like Bella and lose his screens? Yes. Oh. He destroyed my uh, Halloween Horror Nights 30 freestyle cup. <gasps> I'm really not happy with him at the moment. Uh-oh. Bad Jasper. Yeah, yeah, chew the whole lot apart. I'm, 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 I'm really angry. You have every right to be. Ooh. It, it, it uh, That's why a part of me sitting here, if I'm looking down, I'm on eBay. <laughs> hey, Meg is on her third of the of the Starbucks Disney fiftieth cups. Oh my! Wait, well, which wait, Coda? Which, uh, no, none were dog. Uh, the the. The one that the small one that has the Epcot bottom. No, 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 the tumbler. The tumbler. Oh, okay. Yeah, we don't do tumblers. Oh. We do the mugs. These are cool oh. tumblers, though. They're, 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 I almost bought one. Those are really nice. At least it wasn't this. This. Yeah. I would be, be off screen for a little bit. We we would know. We'd hear the yelling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, speaking of Universal. Ha- well, two. This is a two twofold question. One, well, one, Bruce, you'd be willing to go to Universal regardless, so that answers that question. But do you guys, like, have you guys ever done escape rooms? No. Uh, yes, I've done many escape rooms. I held one with a perfect record. Screw Brighton Asylum um, here in Passaic, New Jersey. Screw them, screw them, screw them. They lied. That's my one blemish on my record. Uh, but I, ha- I do know, have they opened finally? So, No. However, oh. however, my... I had to walk by them, literally going, let me in, please. I'm drunk, but I'll do it. <laughs> my my inside source has told me that tentatively it's November 1st, unofficially. I mean, they took everything. The walls are Unof- down. The uno- signs are up. Unofficially, unofficially November 1st, which means that most likely it'll be open, but there'll be no public you know, press. It's just going to be, hey, while you're here, come on in. Yeah. Because yeah. I the, know most people probably flood into Jurassic. I want to do Back to the Future. I just want to do both. I, I love escape I rooms and this concept of just Universal doing a movie-themed escape room to me is just like peanut butter the he- and jelly. The heavy rumor is Jaws is happening. That's the heavy rumors. They are I working see, on the Jaws one. I can see that. They're just quiet about it. But the heavy rumor is there's room for another, and it's a Jaws. Well, I've also heard that this building, these escape rooms, it's not just one room that you are escaping in. It is a series of rooms you have to escape. Yeah. Well, that, a lot of the big ones with yeah. theme do that. Yeah. Yes, those are. Does anybody else smell the original Disney Quest idea? Mm-hmm. 
Uh-huh. And honestly, I mean, that building, I, I don't understand why Disney hasn't announced anything to be put in there because the NBA experience is officially closed there for a limited time. They had some sort of Star Wars VR experience in there. But I'm like, that building is so massive that you could easily either break it down into smaller, like mo- more shops. That's why nothing's been announced because it's kind of a dead end area there that I think. I've heard they're working on ideas to do something. They but have to. I mean, all you have, yeah, and the thing is, it all down there is just Cirque du Soleil and House of Blues. Like, there's nothing and down there. Here, here's the thing. What I could see doing with that big space and trying to incorporate the fact that it is a dead end, so you need an attraction to draw something to bring people down there. Well, you already have the House of Blues as a concert venue. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think with Cirque there you could sell another stage show. No. So it, what do you what do you do? You actually, do escape rooms? Actually, that's not a bad I've heard this rumor before, not for there, but for Florida in general, they've been working on this. I've heard of having a actual not because Cirque is one thing. Cirque in having a theater, like an yeah. actual factual yeah. theater. You you have the room to gut it and put a theater in there, but and you could do cool things there, like the initial test run, quote unquote, of a touring production of your shows. Mm-hmm. Have it residence there for three to six months beforehand. It's not a bad idea. It's just a tour spot, honestly. Because they can even bring everything goes to Dr. Phillips, but that they could easily they could also just mount their own things. It's an easy place. Yeah. Easy easy cat overhead to workshop your own shows. Well, yeah. And then you get national coverage because now you have all these people that saw the workshop going, dude, this is coming to Broadway. That's what I was just gonna I was just saying, like, yeah. Your Broadway light type theater, where you, it, it is it is just the workshops. It's it's, it's an uh, instant out of town tryout. Yeah. The only problem is the only issue, it, not just tourists, but your audience is predominantly Disney centric. So getting it's that, not out of town. It is out of town. It is out of town. It is out officially of- out of town for New York, but it is not out of town for their audience. It is more in town for their audience. You're not he- going to get a good feel. For the general populace, you're going to get a good feel for people who like Disney. You know, it's funny you should say that, too, because, like, if you ever go out to California, Disneyland theme park and the 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 theme park itself, the resort, is literally walking steps away from the Anaheim Music Hall, which is where they show, like, yeah, a- everything. And it's like. It's the it's their big touring venue for all the shows. You yeah. you would think that they could do something like that in Disney Springs, like they probably I mean, could, it, like a theater, like something that's a decent sized theater for. You also shows. could offer it, but you could also offer it as just a simple out of town venue for anything, yeah, anything, any, absolutely. Any show that wants to come in, not just Disney theatricals, any show, anyone who wants, wants to, do, anyone, even local theater, if they want to perform something there the, too. The, it, it's an easy workshop spot to, hey, we're doing our first initial run here for cheap. Then we're sending it to 
Seattle, Chicago, New Jersey, Washington. Um, take your, I guess, I guess Houston. They, the the mistake of Denver. Let's not even go there for Frozen. It, um, they chose wrong, and they should feel bad. I will say, I am constantly amazed that shows are not really ever workshopped in Philly. They used to be. Yeah. It used to be Boston. Boston's grown. It used to be Boston and Philly. Yeah. Too big. Boston, Philly, but and Washington with a big three. Because they're close enough. Mm-hmm. But here, here's the wrinkle I throw, not knowing anything. What does the contract with Cirque say? Could they be limited they on could. putting in another stage show venue mm. there? They could, but because you offer two very different shows. shows. Yeah. Different types of show. You may not be able to do another circus type thing, but because you're doing a sit down, they could also offer them at different times. You could easily just do matinees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'd do it. Hell. Instead of a water park ticket, give me a show ticket for the water park and more option. It offers that and things that fail elsewhere, you can rework them here easily. Mm-hmm. Easily. And correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Disney at one point have an announcement they were going to put a full-blown theater in Main Street? Not Main Street, behind it, but yes. Um, what they use is Overflow Walkthrough. They yeah. were going to use Lot 1 there. They were going to put a theater there, kind of by Kalashaw Progress and everything. That got scrapped very fast. Because right. it was... Um, but there was an idea. That has been... Disney has wanted to do that for a while. But then it starts... The problem is, you start coming into equity and contracts mm-hmm. and stagehands and blah, blah, blah. Speaking of contracts, equity, money, and our one of our favorite topics, voice actors. Have you heard the Bayonetta drama? Oh my, what a stupid mm. thing she did. I don't know this. <laughs> she opened, what happened is the voice actress of the game Bayonetta, Bayonetta 3 drops this week. Spoiler alert, she showed how petty she is because the game is getting Stellar, stellar reviews. Best of the series. One of the best action games in years. Stellar, spot near spotless reviews from people. Wow. It comes out on the 28th. What happened was she came out last week saying, don't buy the game. I'm not the voice of Bayonetta because of contracted. They only offer me $4,000 to do the game. Pro- <laughs> obviously, pl- obviously, Platinum goes, that ain't true. And she goes, well, Platinum's lying to save face. Well, all of it's starting to come out now. She has overplayed her card. She was actually offered about fifteen thousand to do the game. Fourth, it was four thousand dollars per session. Expected to be five sessions. It was actually it was four thousand dollars was for the cameo one session for a cameo in the game. She didn't take that. The original deal was about ten. She asked for five. She asked, pleaded her case. If I deserve more, this is fine. 5,000 more. She turned it down. And what's really hurt her in this, and it doesn't help that for the most part, a lot of voice actors are terribly underpaid. It doesn't help their case, but a lot of the voice actors have come out and said, yeah, that's a good gig. Who? And my problem is, we had one take David took on Goliath. 
one of the best in the business took Disney on, looked Disney in the face. He, John DiMaggio looked Hulu and Disney in the face and said, we all deserve to be paid more. I truthfully think they did get a little more. And DiMaggio's, my friend, did I talk about this earlier? And I, he, I, he, actually, I shouldn't say I did. He brought it up, and I agree with him. I think DiMaggio worked out just a little more because he's like, hey, I tried. I did my best, but I was always going to sign on, kids. You were never going to get me as Bender. But John DiMaggio looked Disney in the face. Helena Taylor, who are you? Yeah. Well, and what I was going to say is, now I'm not a huge Bayonetta fan. I love the concept. I'm just, you know, I've never even heard of this game before. Oh, it's awesome. Thank she you. Has guns in her high heels, but it's awesome. But thank you, Brian. Thank you. She played her card when most people have never heard of Bayonetta before. Thank you. Thank I've you never even heard before. of this game exactly. before. Exactly. Thank her you. voice, nonetheless, is not iconic. She thinks it is. That's the problem. She overplayed a hand, and it, she do, donated. I do. I did a meet and greet. And I was too. So I donated charity. Now, don't listen. I don't. I hate that people have gone because of her have gone to the voice actress who did it for Bayonetta, the game for Bayonetta three, and given her death threats. That's not okay, folks. That's no, not cool. I hate never. that. Never allowed to do that. But she she incited something, and she the problem is she's wrong. Look, iconic video game voice actors, you're like in a category this big. And I'm going to get, I'm going to touch on that in one second. Thank you. I, and do you know who I put in this category? I have one person I have in this category Troy Baker, Steve Downs. Fine. I'll take Downs. The Master Chief. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, I was actually going to, the reason I said Troy Baker is because there's only, as we've heard before, Mark Hamill is the voice of the Joker. Only one human on this planet can mimic Mark Hamill, and that's Troy Baker. Troy Baker, yeah. Troy Baker, if you didn't know it was him, blind test, it was hard to distinguish. It's different, but he was damn close. And I think to a degree, some people have to also realize, like, I don't think a lot of these voice actors get butthurt when they're recast because they didn't want to take the payday. A lot of them move on with their lives. The problem, also, she seems to think that the game, I promoted the game, Honey Child, there's a lot more people that work a lot harder than you on Bayonetta. This game has just jaded for so long. I I just, it's it it just, a certain voice actor recently has come out and stepped on a controversy I've defended wholeheartedly. Um, and that's I love Tara Strong. I love Tara Strong to death. She is my Harley Quinn. I love Tara. Yeah, she's one of the best in the business. She should have kept her mouth shut in about the Super Mario movie. She should have just kept it quiet because you come off looking like a fool. What did she say about the Mario movie? Oh, Martinette Charles Martinette should have been the voice of Mario. I realize this is hard for some fans to understand. Charles Martinette says, It's a me, Mario. Woohoo! I no. He just says lines. He says a bunch of simple lines. The voice that Chris Pratt is emulating, just good shoot, belongs to Captain Lou Albano. It ain't. Oh, he needs to have Italian. It ain't Italian that Mario needs. New York, baby. He's right. Yeah. Yes. And if you listen closely in the trailer, that's why I said it touched back on this. If you listen very, I'm like, Tara, no. Everyone's, it shouldn't be Martinette. 
he only does sounds. He's never this is a voice. Jack Black only has to lower his he does great don't get me wrong he's giving me hope for borderlands as claptrap he just had to lower his voice though for bowser does a great job have you ever tried to do an accent for an extended period of time if chris pratt actually tried as everyone knows i'm a theater fan one of my favorite actresses is kelly o'hara sarm versus madison county whose character is Italian. She, I love her to death. She went through about five accents in that one production, in one show I saw. Yeah. One one moment had five, it's hard to sing and act in, an, in the same accent. He doesn't have to be Italian. He's a, he's a, he's from New York, baby. He's a plumber from New York. He's on the wrecking crew. He's going to get sucked down to the pipe. Mushroom kingdom, here we come. And, just to get back on the whole pay scale thing with Bayonetta, the other important thing that you have to realize is, according to the whatever voice actor union there is or guild, a voice acting session can be no more than four hours. So it's not like she's being paid for four out for five sessions that is overnight length working right. her ass. No. It, she's being paid a thousand dollars an hour. A lot of the game, other than cinema scenes, is like a lot of games. It's repeated dialogue. Now, yeah, yeah you're gonna take many takes for it, but a lot. That's what I said before. A lot of people work a lot more on it, that game than her doing the voice. Like, should video game royalties be better? Yes. Are the voice actors who should be getting this not really? Who is they're they're an important part of the game, like. Don't get me wrong. Game a lot of games without voices that had them. Yeah, you can't imagine them without. They they do elevate a game, but they do not make the game. No, I mean, look yeah. how amazing Zelda is. Mario, we just well, were talking. All well, he yeah. does is say, "Woohoo! It's a me, Mario." Well, like, even more, hi -ya! Yeah. Hi -ya! <laughs> There's a lot of games that they only have to, they go off of just a base sound. We don't have a full dialogue is great, but that's why. Uh, oh my gosh, Nolan North, one of the best cameos in the movie was in Uncharted. With Nolan North, yeah, he records a lot of dialogue for Uncharted in other games. Troy Baker does does a lot. Certain characters do a lot, but a lot of your games with silent protagonists, you don't have to. Can you right. imagine the dialogue if every Final Fantasy game ever was voice acted? That's first off, rest first off, rest in peace, whoever after voice Kafka Palazzo or Sephiroth. Rest in peace to your vocal cords. I feel bad for them. All your bass belong to us. You're right, though. A lot of it, it's certain games have more, but. I'm sure they get paid better, but one thing with the Bayonetta thing I commented on just recently was talking about it. It starts to for you to come off petty when the people buying your game aren't making that much to work eight hours or 16 hours. Eight. Name a video game developer that only works eight hours a day. No, no, not the developers. I mean, the voice actors. I'm yeah. saying. But yeah. most of the people who buy the game, I don't get paid that up. Oh, I'm sorry. You would do how many voice? How many? How many four-hour sessions for fifteen thousand dollars? Yes, please. And part of the reason why the voice acting scale is so low is then you take a moment 
you look at Tom Kenny. Oh my gosh, Tom. Tom. The man, I swear, does five different pieces a day. Like Tom this man just the business right there. Oh man. He just and shits out products. Him. Yeah. He just shits out properties. And if he's getting paid even a grand for each one, he's rolling in the dough. Now, granted, that is at, that is TV stuff, but that's he, he's another one. He voices everybody. But as we follow the same train, I discovered a great show on Netflix. I had never watched it before. Yeah, what's that? The movies that made us. Oh, oh yeah. Awesome. I just found it and I'm like, awesome. oh. That, you know what? I find that funny because I'm surprised that, that is a you show. Okay. There is so little on Netflix I actually want to watch. I almost never even turn it on to flip through it. Me too. I just figured somebody would have told you. I no. find I agree with you guys. I started going on more recently because they have a little bit more, but it's also because I'm like, oh, what horror movie stuff is there to watch? It's Halloween. Yeah. Right. So I, I popped it open and I'm like, oh, this looks good. So first thing I did, I'm like, I'm going to pop in the episodes and see what they did. And I go, oh, there's only one episode I have like that. I'm like, yeah, I'll save that for end if I watch it. And that's Forrest Gump. Not my favorite. It, I I have appreciation for the movie. Yeah, it's not something that's in my wheelhouse. Yeah, but Back to the Future, Jurassic mm-hmm. Park, Ghostbusters. Yeah, all these was, great. Oh, movies. that was a good. That one. was the best. That, that was, was the, a good that one. Was the best, that was the best one. And I'm not. I'm biased because it's one of my favorites. But that was a good one. Yeah, that's the only one I sat there and went, "Oh man, I wish this was like this one was made one year later." Afterlife. Yeah, because it touched none of it. But like they made a quick spin-offs and they show a quick blip of the female one. And they're like, yep, that, that happened. Yeah. I'm like, but Afterlife, that is the real spin-off there. Mm-hmm. Oh, such a good movie. I almost want to – you know what's funny? I just – I was going through this, the channels the other day because of being Halloween. And it came up with Ghostbusters. I was like, all right. And sometimes, you know, the DVR or the, like the – you know, the information's not accurate. Just, you know, they know Ghostbusters is on. So I thought it was the original one. Nope. It's the, uh, the female version. So I was like, you know what? I'll give this a shot. It is still as bad as it was the first time. (laughs) I don't think it's that bad of a movie. Just I don't hate it. Like other people do. I don't hate it. It's just. The problem is it has an identity crisis. Yes. They should have paid tribute to the back or just done their own thing. In their case, they should have done their own thing. It was like. It's it's like watching a car accident happen, and and there's no place, no way to stop. You know what I mean? Like it's just like you're watching this film. No matter like, what you do or how hard you honk your horn to tell the person to stop, yeah, we're gonna have. And it's accident. like you're watching this film. You're just like, oh god, this train wreck. This is this is horrible. This is horrible. Like like it, like like I like I didn't hate it. But at the same time, like, I kind of felt bad because it's like they were trying. You're right. It's an identity crisis. Like they were trying to. If you know, they, they just were... did their own thing, they would have been fine. Because I, I have a soft spot for Melissa McCarthy. I think she's underrated because when she does serious, she's a fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think she's funny too. But you have Leslie, uh, Leslie Jones. You have great people in it. You just you miss the mark. Yeah. And the, the the most important thing that that movie did is it did right the one wrong of Ghostbusters. It brought in Leslie earlier. Yes. 
Yes. Yes. That the fact that in both mo- in both movies to a degree, there is not enough Winston. He's in the second one from the beginning. Yes, but he's still not. No, Winston. Oh, Ernie Hudson. That, but also, we're talking about Leslie Jones and Ernie Hudson. Leslie Jones, fantastic actress and comedian, yeah. and Hudson is underrated, isn't it? Especially as a comedic actor. Well, and that man is funny. Like and, Airheads. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Think about it. We had both him and um, him and uh, help me out, Egon. Help me out, Ramus. Howard yeah. Ramus. All right, yeah. come on. Fantastic. It so. But that, that's the big thing they fix is they righted that wrong right at the beginning. She's in it more. Cool. Yeah. While we're talking about streaming, this is still tech. It's on Hulu. It's technically Disney. Um, and for Halloween, if you guys haven't, I know we're not Simpsons fans here, but they're doing two Treehouse of Horrors this year. Next week is the traditional one. This week is all one it parody. So you can watch it on Hulu for the Simpsons. Oh, it's one God. parody of both of the current movie. Not the many series of the book, both parts of the movie with Krusty as Pennywise. Oh my but god. But one of the best things I'm a huge Simpsons fan. One of the best things they've done in years. It is spot on to the movie. They have Barney is Barney is um Bill little Bill's brother. I'm blanking on his name. When he reaches his arm into the suit in the movie. And they don't they don't shy away. They have all the tea that was like all right, Simpsons. You got it's on the money to the movies. Fantastic. You so too. If you guys have, if you guys haven't seen, and if folks listen to this and watch this, you haven't seen it. Chapter one and chapter two. What are you waiting for? <laughs> Fantastic. One of the best things that happened to a King property in years. Oh, I, I gotta watch this Simpsons special. That it's fun. really fun. It's a good. It's really good. <laughs> uh, speaking about uh streaming and budget cuts. Uh, apparently, Warner HBO Max is getting rid of another one of their big properties. Oh, which one now? Well, for many, many years. Well, for the birth of HBO Max, they were the home of Doctor Who. Ah, oh, oh. yes! And now I'm that's... Over. But where could Doctor Who be going then? Well, we are the Diz Idiots, so it's coming to <laughs> Disney+. Plus, I love which... it. I'm going to be honest, is a much more suited home because no matter what people say, no matter what middle-aged man is sitting there watching Doctor Who, it's a kid's show. It's accessible. It's uh, fun. Didn't... But... Minus the Ood episodes. The Ood episodes need their own warning in adult, adult content. Wait, so HBO owned BBC? or HBO? No. They were... Partner. They just had gotten the, um, the rights to stream. Mm-hmm. Doctor Who, that has now moved to Disney Plus. Just, just Doctor Who, not the BBC network. No, just Doctor no. Who. Okay, just I Doctor didn't, Who. I thought because when I heard, when I heard Doctor Who was announced for Disney Plus, part of me was like, oh, I was surprised. But then I was like, wait a minute, didn't Disney acquire BBC though in that merge acquisition with Hulu and National Geographic no. and all those? No, but it, it, it there's with um some could argue to end the net neutrality. I'm not trying to get a political debate here or whatever, but shows are sold and bought so often and easily anymore that unfortunately when shows end, they're never seen to be reacquired. Well, like the ticks swore once Amazon canceled them, they'd be going to another network, they're gonna shop it around. It ended, but it it happens a lot more where hey, 
be HBO didn't want it. The award, Discovery, Warner, whatever you want to call the issue, Disney was more than happy to pick up Doctor Who, especially and, with recent developments in the Hoover. And with Doctor Who for a short term, having a fourteenth Doctor, we're going to within a, about a one and a half year process, we're getting a fourteenth and a fifteenth Doctor. This is already <laughs> known. The fifteenth was already announced, but yes, but the fourteenth Doctor has recently regenerated. Mm-hmm. And it's a return of the 10th Doctor. Tenant's mm-hmm. back, baby. What? What? I'm so excited for yeah. this. The fact it's... that he's coming back with Donna just it warms my heart. Look, Tenant's my favorite Doctor, and it's for more reasons than one. Because he, this man married in the Doctor Who. He is married to the mm-hmm. daughter of the fourth doctor. Wait, in real yeah. life? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Who, weirdly enough, if you really follow the canon on a character they've never followed up on that they should have, that is also the daughter of the doctor. <laughs> Fantastic. I love she it. She is also a doctor. The one thing that always struck me about this, it's the one time I could actually understand, like if you ever see, try to watch Broadchurch, I love it because I can actually understand David Tennant when he speaks in his actual Scottish accent. <laughs> Sorry, but, I, I, what did you say? <laughs> but this gets better for me because coming to Netflix Monday, now my wife has this weird fascination with a very, very peculiar genre of British TV. And it is Vickers Who Solve Crime. <laughs> Why this is a genre of British TV, it is. I don't know. I never noticed. Solving crime right. a pre-solving is a crime is a big thing. Oh my gosh. That is and, fantastic. <laughs> I think I just found a, my new show for Netflix. Well, first, go you before this, go to Amazon Prime, look up the show Grandchester. That is phenomenal. Oh, that's okay. a great show. But then on Netflix. They're getting this new show called The Inside Man. It looks and, good. I've seen I've seen the things in it. Yeah, and it somehow involves an escaped U.S. death row inmate being hidden by a priest in England. But here, here's all you need to know: it is directed by Stephen Moffat, one of the most legendary directors of Doctor Who. It is starring David Tennant mm-hmm. and Stanley Tucci. Oh my God! Honestly, honestly, <laughs> Tennant, forget Tennant. If you hear the name Stanley Tucci, just watch it. Yeah. He's only done one thing I haven't enjoyed, and that's The Devil Wears Prada, which I only saw recently. Like, I thought he was hysterical in that. I didn't care for the movie. I watched the movie for one reason and one reason only, and I just, the whole movie as a whole just wasn't for me. Mm. He's the bright spot, don't get me wrong, but. So. I'm going to be watching that on Monday because that just sounds phenomenal. Yeah. And, you know, maybe I'll get around to finishing up She-Hulk. Maybe. How, I, how, how, how far are you on? And, no, oh, I'm I, done. I, I know everything, but I haven't watched because I don't hide from spoilers. What, 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 were, what was your thoughts on She-Hulk? I'm a big She-Hulk fan, so I loved the show. Um, the ending... The more I thought about it, I was meh on. It was like too much. It was like too much. I felt like I loved how she broke, the, you know, the fifth wall in every episode. 
But that I, that, I like her doing because that's very She-Hulk. But that finale oh. was just like out there. <laughs> At the same time, that I didn't mind it. I wish there was a little more stakes. Um, yeah. Overall, I very I love the show. I'm glad she's playing She-Hulk going forward. I can't wait to have more of this character in the movies. And then hopefully in TV. I um, have a feeling it's she's we're gonna see a lot more of her in Daredevil. Uh no kidding. Another lawyer being featured in a show about just a saying. Lawyer. I mean, I'm, that's, that's I'm two, just like saying I currently mark Daredevil as my return. I'm waiting for the battle of She-Hulk versus Jessica Jones. Ooh. please with with Ritter known to be returning I'm like this is this this will be fun do you think I mean this is I don't know if the in the comics was She-Hulk ever part of the Defenders I don't think so that doesn't mean anything and she also also when I say that she could have been in the let me so let me let me take a look because I'm thinking like there there could be a window of opportunity here to retheme the defenders without iron fist <laughs> just Jessica Jones actually technically technically the founders were blazing skull Colossus Nighthawk and Nighthawk and She-Hulk of the defenders Remember the defenders. Here's the problem. Here's the thing with the defenders. That's why I'm saying that they've like any other team. They go through so many iterations. The Guardians of the Galaxy were not the Guardians they started with. The X Men change. Things change. I mean, I I I would, I would not be a I would not be surprised if they didn't bring her in. I'm just I like taking it as it happens. Uh, we don't need anything new. No. As I say that, we don't need new shows. Marvel, you're doing great. Just like easy there, honey yeah. child. Even though they're dropping like, oh, Thunderbolts. And oh, by the way, Harrison Ford is now Thunderbolt Ross. And like. Well, no, Thunderbolt, they announced these. Yeah. I'm just saying, with the movies are one thing. Easy child, don't overdo us on the shows. Like, Oh, yeah. I, I will say, Harrison Ford, if you're going to pick up an A-list to be Thunderbolt, that was who you picked up. And I mean, let's be honest, how much Harrison Ford screen time are we going to get? It's pretty much him just standing there going, watch me rip into a Red Hawk. It's, um, he'll do the voice for it. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah, the he can do the voice. The yeah, problem the is, how do you replace William? How do you replace him? Multiver- you multiverse, it? baby. No, it's I'm multi- just saying in general. It had to be Harrison Ford. You, you you, can't pick a lesser actor for here. Yeah, I mean, we've had this discussion. Started, we had this discussion. When you start at the top, you gotta... I loved... We had it back then. I love Harrison Ford as him. I, I'm just happy he exists. I was really afraid Teddy was gonna go away. And I love Teddy Ross. I... Please, please bring her back. Please bring, please bring Betty back into the mix. Please. Oh, you'd, you'd be really weird. Have uh, Calissa Flockhart play Betty Ross. That's Eric. awkward as hell. <laughs> I just bring her back. If, if, if we're getting, if Teddy's still alive, can his daughter at least be alive? Who, who would you, who would you cast as Betty Ross? No name. Cheap. Do you know my feelings on this? I'd rather the MCU do a lot more make names out of people than have everybody be a name. Well, you have to find someone that's close in age to Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, but I'm saying you could you could find somebody who's when I say no name, I just mean someone that isn't a household name. True. 
It could but be an actress who has a med- a middle middle of the road career. True, but let's be real here. It's Disney. It's Hollywood. They want to make money. Well, that that's kind of what I'm getting at. The what she's going to be in, it's going to make money anyway. I know. They're at the point, unless it's a very new property, which they tend to be doing on Disney Plus. You're good. Yeah. Especially if the rumored post-credit scene of Wakanda Forever is real, that we are in the prime of the MCU. What's what was the rumored post-credit scene again? Dude. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. <sighs> just I just want I don't need to see him for a while. I just need to know he's here. Bring my favorite villain in, please. Hey, speaking please. Of, speaking of villains, did you guys watch that Quantum Mania trailer? Yes. Um I'm actually like nothing against the first two Ant-Man films because they were fun. This one though is like Ant-Man's been the consolation prize of the MCU, unfortunately. Yeah, but this most is of like... movies are awesome. They're great movies. Yeah, but, but compared this... to when they come out, compared to what they're coming out with, this I know. looks really good. And I'm really because, like, frankly, like I started watching Thor: Love and Thunder, and I'm like. I don't even know what. Oh the my god! Going. I forgot. I still have to watch that. I just I, don't I, I just know. I got bored, and I get along. I Me was watching. one of the same. I was watching Thor: Love and Thunder for the first ten minutes, and I was like, "I'm bored. What? What the hell's going on here? Like, oh. I don't like. I I know I have to like probably power through it and like watch it again, but like, I was not even in interested. I I, I, I loved every bit of Love and Thunder. I the the whole. You know, Gore, the butcher god, Christian Bale. I'm like, all right, yeah, he's badass, but I'm like, what the hell's going on here? They, they're working. The I like that butcher god better than God Butcher. He's the butcher god. It look at the end of the day, part of any awkwardness with that character is one reworking it to work with the MCU, two reworking around issues. Uh, also, I'm just gonna say it flat out because it's so mixed. That's that's a that's a uh, ego problem with the guy who kind of created the movie, if I will. Taika Waititi has become an issue. Yeah, that's why I know people are split. Some want him to continue on. A lot want him to stop. Well, and, and not not only that too, but like he was supposed to do a Star Wars movie, and that apparently has just been like shut to the point where. Kathleen Kennedy came out in a state. This is the one thing that I actually respect about Kathleen Kennedy and, and the head executives of Lucasfilm. They came out with a statement. And they told directors and production people to stop releasing announcements about Star Wars movie plans. Like it's they're true. just they're because it's like they're getting a bad rap. Like people like they there is a huge leak in Lucasfilm right now. People are just saying, oh, so and so's working on this, so and so's working on that. It's like they want tight lips sealed. To, to be fair, my my thing with Taika Waititi started, he started making comments and I was like, what's wrong with you? And then with the whole, well, I wanted more Sophia Bish Bush in the movie, but I'm glad I didn't because of Stranger Things. I'm like, Kate Bush. I'm sorry. Sophia Kate Bush, Bush yeah. Kate Bush, thank you. I was like, I, I mix them up all the time. Um, I'm like, honey child, adults are talking, be quiet. You're great at what you do, but like, the only thing I will say about the Thor movies, because Thor movies having middling reviews is 
kind of the Thor way. He brought them back. I like Thor 1. I know a lot of people didn't. Thor 2 might be my worst, the worst movie the MCU to me, but he brought it back with Ragnarok, Planet Hulk. Yeah, he did. He did. And I would say with the Dark World, I I did. You're right, Bruce. Like, that's like probably one of my least favorite Marvel films in the entire library. However, watching Endgame when they went back in time and relive some of those scenes made me rewatch Dark World again to give it a second chance because I was like, that's awesome that they decided to tie everything together with a time travel movie. Yeah, I do. I like that. I've tried, I've rewatched it. It just personally, and this has, this is your favorite movie, the MCU. I'm not knocking it. I know people who hate all the captain. Every captain America movies, the worst to them, but they're some of my favorites. I love first Avenger. I mean, when they, people tell me that, I'm like, Blasphemy. Also, Tommy Lee Jones and Haley Atwell will find you one day, and when they do, hey, I'm sorry. Winter I, Soldier, favorite Marvel film all time, I, hands oh, down. Such a good movie. That is my favorite Marvel film. I I don't know. Like some of the people who hate on Winter Sol, not Winter Soldier, First Avenger. I sit there and go, I'm not sure you were there back in the day because I remember when that movie released, gushing to the high heavens over it. For one fact, and one fact alone, it's a superhero movie, mm-hmm. but it's a war movie. movie. It's a war period. It's, it's a war uh, movie, a period piece, and it's it they was had a everything. marvel. It was a mar. No pun intended, but it was a marvel, marvel. for what they did. Yep. And they yeah. just sort of keep getting. Then we have a Winter Soldier. It's a uh, political, political movie, if you will. Yeah. Winter, Winter Soldier. Like I remember, my dad and I went to go see it in the theaters, and he walked out going, "That was like reminding me of because he loved all the Tom Clancy films. Like he loves like yeah." And oh, he watch, watching Winter Soldier for him is like this is a Tom Clancy film. I'm like, you're right. This is this feels like Clear and Present Danger, Red October, some of all they, 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 they did great with it, and then I know it's not the real version. I know it's kind of a bastardized, for lack of a better term, version of the Civil War storyline, but they just did so good. And, and they forced DC to make the biggest mistake they ever could have made. What? Be, I, 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 I'm willing to put money on it. DC killed Superman in Dawn of Justice because they were so sure Marvel was going to kill Captain America. Yeah. I wanted to put, they came out about the same time. I wanted to put money right. on it. They sat there and said, we're making this movie. We know they're making Civil War. Guys, they're going to kill Cap. We, we have, have to, to do kill. this. Yeah. And they messed up big by doing it. it. What I will say is the Captain America movies have consistently shown that superhero movies don't have to be superhero movies. Uh-huh. Thor movies have shown why... It is good to have him continuing to kind of be the constant in the Marvel Universe. Mm -hmm. Because he works. He's a god. He's not supposed to really die. Or, you know, and his galactic presence makes it easy for him to disappear for a while and come back. back. He's not a character I always need. I don't always need Thor movies, but I kind of like always having Thor there. Right. You don't always need Tony there, time has shown. 
The other big constant in the Marvel Universe is the Hulk. And again, that makes sense. The mm-hmm. Hulk is... Oh, and honestly, it's partially because our other mainstays are coming soon still. Yeah. It's understated how much Mr. Fantastic means to the entire Marvel canon. Yeah. It's not if you've ever read the comics at all. No, but it just for people who don't know, it's... Mr. Fantastic and Wolverine are, are two huge ones. And and we got one coming in Deadpool 3, so... Well, and we got Mr. Fantastic coming whenever the Fantastic Four eventually comes out. And for the love of God, let's just make it John Krasinski. I mean, they already gave us that tease in Doctor Strange. If they were to recast... No, I don't know if he wants to do it. I think he if he does, he wants the freedom. He's he's doing good on his own. If and anything, despite, despite what people him. think, I for the love of God, if he makes more a quiet place for, I'm finding him. No, if I'm, I'm, I'm just saying no. If anything, let him direct. Let him direct a Marvel film. Do a Fantastic Four movie with John Krasinski as director. I'm I'd fine be right. with that. I, I'd be alright with that. I'm fine with so. that, as you know. Hey. I, I'd be I'd be cool with that. But again. It, that's the kind of thing because I think he wants the freedom to do what he wants to do. Yeah. Hey, here's what I say: Have Krasinski come up again in the Fantastic Four movie as a variant again of Mister Fantastic. Don't have him be the kind of Mister Fantastic. Don't bring him out in the beginning. Maybe have him pass on some knowledge to the Mister Fantastic we end up with, but with a Mister Fantastic. You're looking at, like we were talking about back in the day when they first announced Mark Ruffalo. And we sat there and went, they signed Mark Ruffalo to a 15-film deal? What the hell? Does that include She-Hulk? No. She-Hulk's TV would not include She-Hulk. Is it, I, is it 15 film and TV appearances? It, no, I think it was nine initially. And like, but it was just one of those things like you sat there and, you know, you're still in the early days of the Avengers. Yeah. You're still sitting there going, how many? What? Why? And now, and now, you, sit, now you sit there, though, and you go and you look at all these other actors and you go, yeah, anybody they're casting for one of these mainline roles is going to be getting deals like that of. Yeah, you're going to have to appear in a lot of films. Now, Krasinski could say, for the MCU, I got this. People, he could say, I want to do it. People want me to do it. For the MCU, I want to give up the freedom. Because other than his mainline movies and any kind of Avengers thing, how how much is that going to take out of his time? So he very well could do it. I'd be okay with that. I'm also okay with Dozer said of having him disappear as a variant. But you're right. Anyone going forward... (laughs) I don't know what kind of uh, Malinsky is that how you pronounce her name um, for She Hulk? I don't know what she did TV and movie wise. I don't know any of the deals like that. They've stopped releasing the information. You haven't seen yeah, it anymore. Because you're right, though. It's going to have to be. And I, because I think it would be a different contract for TV. Maybe he makes, but who knows? They, they rework the contracts all the time. I just am curious. You're right. How they're going to go going forward. You got to be in a lot. I'm sure. Think about, um, What's her face uh, who played uh, Captain Marvel from uh, Captain Marvel? Brie Larson. Brie Larson. I'm sorry, Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel. Oh. Brie Larson appeared in a half a second in Ms. Marvel, and 
I'm well, I'm trying to think of the Marvels. T- I, I'm a Captain Marvel too. No, it's the Marvels. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the Marvels, and it's like three different people with this similar. Pe- it's all Marvel. Well, it's, it's a it's America, uh, Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel. Yeah, oh, America Chavez. That's right. Yeah. God, so I'm excited for that movie. I'm so I I I I don't know why Cap I Captain Marvel got so much hate. But I couldn't be more excited for the Marvels. I love yeah. Brie Larson. I love every. I love the two playing Ms. Marvel and, and uh, America Chavez. You, I could not be more excited for this. You know what would be funny? Uh, I don't know if they announced the plot or the story or, or whatever for the Marvels, but the Nothing way yet. how the way how the show ended kind of gave me a Freaky Friday feel. Actually, it, it's not a Freaky Friday. The rumor going here is that. It ties into quantum mania. It's well, that that would make. I don't want to say the. It's not the quantum realm. I don't want to say the negative zone, but I'm going to say the negatives. But apparently, she switched places. So not like a bodies, right? Physically switched. That's why she goes like, "What the hell?" Right. She wasn't going. I'm different. She's looking around like, "How did I get here?" I don't think it's a negative zone, but it might as well be. And. That also kind of ties into the fact of the Ant-Man movies, while always kind of being a consolation prize of a movie, are also those movies you sit there and go, oh, this is surprisingly quintessential to everything happening. And do you know why it's quintessential? Hank. Paul effing Rod. Yeah. Yes. But also, man of the, man of the you, year, man of the you year. You get to watch it. Who doesn't want to watch Sexiest Paul man Ryan? of the year. Yeah, sexiest man of the year, twenty twenty one. And also Hank Pym. You know, oh he god, kind well, of invented half the Marvel universe, universe. <laughs> pretty yeah, much. Dude, I I love how they've done Ant Man, and I just I just love Douglas is playing Pym. He's perfect. Who's Bill perfect. Murray? Who's Bill Murray playing? Bill Murray posted made a, a quick cameo in the trailer for Quantumania. And I'm like, what the hell? Bill Murray's in this? He could be playing just some side character. He could be playing, who knows? You better be Modoc. <laughs> we can only hope not. He can't do no. Okay, we all know who I want to voice Mo- voice Modoc, and that's it's Mark Hamill. <laughs> I just want Patton Oswalt. <laughs> oh my god. First of all, Patton Oswalt can be anything he wants. Patton Oswalt and Paul run in the same movie. I'm gone. I, well, not only that, Patton Oswalt doing the voice of Modoc on Hulu. That show is fantastic. I mean, like, look, it's if you gonna, want to make it really canon, do it. It's, but if it's gonna be Patton Oswalt, they're gonna voice modify it. Like That's if fine. Like Borderlands. That's fine. Modoc has a it's supposed to have you know, because he's a robot, it's supposed to have a little more of a yeah. No, actually, the rumor is uh, what's his face who played Yellow Jacket? It's supposed to be Modoc. Uh, really? Because I thought the rumor was Jim Carrey. No, what did I hear? Jim Carrey. The rumor was for a while was Jim Carrey. Oh, I heard him for something else. I don't care for him other than Dotner Robotnik somehow. <laughs> what was Jim Carrey for? I forget what it was for now. I, I forget. It wasn't. I'm I'm okay if it's a guy who plays yellow jello jacket from the strain. I think that'd be awesome because because it ties back to the first Ant Man film and how like wait a minute did he it it doesn't listen because no wait I already it, know... no it's if I remember I have to watch first Ant Man but didn't 
didn't Ant-Man send the Yellow Jacket into the quantum realm? Yes, he did. Yeah, but that, that's not technically how MODOK becomes MODOK. I know, but they can do some sort no, of... No, I'm already. i saying, I already know they're changing how... He did send them into the quantum realm. I'm okay. They're going to change MODOK here no matter what. I mean, look... Modok's, Kev... MODOK has one of the toughest characters to actually get right, and I don't want them to. Look, I mean, if She-Hulk can give us a AI named Kevin... I don't I don't see why they can't do some sort of Modoc origin with uh yellow, yellow jacket. I'm okay with whatever they give because Cuz that was that was fun. That was hysterical. I think and also he'd be great at, he'd be great for the voice. I Modoc is just one of those villains as much as I love him. He is a B villain by definition. I, he is. It's like um... I mean, but I'll say this though. Dozer, how far is she Hulk did you get? Just go. Don't worry about me. Oh, uh, the wrecking crew being a She-Hulk, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm watching. I'm like, these guys look like they're construction. I'm like, no, no way. I'm wrong. Then I watch the subtitles when we get to the thing in uh, the Abomination's Garden. I see the word Wrecker. I'm like, it's you. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? We have D-list. We have D-list characters. Man, the Wrecking Crew. I know Mamble. I was like, "Are you we serious?" Have, like, appears like, what the hell of the Mamble is this? I Mamble. I just, I'm like, oh my gosh. I, I, can't I know. I was like, it. I was like, Mamble. Wait a minute, that EF-rated villain that Daredevil fought. Like, my God. It'd only be better if it was like Pasta Pop Pete. <laughs> also, did you notice the Abomination little team group? Do you know they were all Daredevil villains? Uh huh. Uh, that's why, I, like, there's so much Daredevil and She-Hulk. Oh, alive. did you also notice? I Listen, it's a standard thing. Did you notice when they were look, first saw She-Hulk in the website? They had a picture of her with the actual Bullseye logo. Not an actual Bullseye logo yep. on it. I was like, did, did Bullseye just enter the MCU quietly? Did yep. that yes. just happen? Yeah. Now, the MCU... Just needs to bring back the toughest son of a bitch to ever be in a Marvel movie. Punisher? No, there's one man tougher than Punisher. Dum Dum Dugan? Kevin Nash. Oh. oh. Motherfucker got stabbed and continued filming the scene. Let's not forget when he gets stabbed in that scene in The Punisher. He was stabbed. That was he, not a fake stabbed. knife. They yeah. and he kept God's true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't he doesn't need to be the Russian. I just need the toughest son of a bitch to ever film a Marvel scene. <laughs> just any yeah, any badass Marvel scene to begin with. Fight up against Oh, fight him against um uh Drax. I was going to say Cable because I'm assuming in Deadpool 3, Cable's coming back. Oh. But him and Cable, that would be a... I don't know why, and I don't know how you'd fit him in. But, you know, we at the end of Guardians 2, they teased and they showed the original Guardians with Stallone. Now I suddenly want... A, a Guardians crew of all Ravagers that is just the Expendables. I'm fine with that. I'm alright with that. Say no more, fam. <laughs> I'm in. Like, and just cast like Dolph Lundgren, Sylvester, like the same Expendable. Yeah. 
And, and call you put, it, that's where you put Kevin Nash in there. Call it Expendables of the Galaxy. <laughs> if not there, I'd love to see them being the help of the cleanup crew. Um, I'm blanking on uh, damage control. The hey, we need to bring the big guns and walk in the expendables as the big guns for damage control. I, I can just hear Stallone right now. Hey, you know, we're making a, a, a fifth expendables film because the fourth one's going to be all girls, right? You know, so the fifth one, we're going to space, you know? <laughs> it, he just wants to be the leprechaun. I, the only thing I want when they get to space, they find the new guy on the crew because they always give some joke to the new guy on the crew. And they just hand him a red shirt. Shirt, yes. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Captain says you need to wear this. Why? I look horrible in red. And it's Jason Statham. They give the red shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Captain wants you to wear this. Why? Why do I have to wear red? Because you're the new guy. (laughs) Yeah. They, they they sit there and they go. They, you don't see who they hand it to. They just give a red shirt. What's that? Our insurance policy. As we're coming to the end of the movie, all of a sudden, you see a dog in a red shirt. You see the dog get obliterated, and out of a portal, John Wick just appears. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Okay, I come up with some great terrible ideas. That can never happen, but... Listen, we're talking about something featuring Stallone who literally made it snow. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone said it's going to snow. And God damn, on the set of Rocky that day it snowed. I believe anything you want to put Sylvester Stallone in because it's going to work. Yeah. Who Maybe. thought Rocky could be a musical? Friggin' slided. You know, honestly, I would I would not be opposed for Stallone to actually write a Marvel movie. More oh, specifically, Guardians of the Galaxy. Like I could totally or like just have him Marvel the if you take the Spider-Ham universe with like the Marvel animals, let Sylvester Stallone write it. Only gold will be in our hands it, when he's done. It, here's the question. Your your casting of Marvel hero you have you have it has to be stallone who are you casting him to be it has to be a hero anti-hero villain it could be anybody but it's got to be stallone and he's got to do stallone type things you're not getting away with a Vin Diesel group. Ah, oh, damn! I had a great. I had a great. We're talking. And we're you were going to make him Astro the Space Dog, weren't you? No, I was going to make him Solomon Grundy. It's actually Solomon not Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday. No, that's Schwarzenegger. No, Stallone could do it. Schwarzenegger will forever have freeze, even today standards. It- he was, I, they did him dirty. His freeze was fine. The movie around him was gone. Yeah, he he's freeze. He will always be Mr. Victor no, Freeze. Hey, if I'm <sighs> casting Stallone, Ghost Rider. See, that's I can't picture it only because Sam Elliott. Yeah, but he was uh, he was Phantom Rider technically. 
See that to me, Ghost Rider would just seem too obvious for Stallone because the whole film could just be like him on a motorcycle. If you're casting Stallone, you kind of want him to be Stallone. I know. It's not how hard you fight; it's how you do it. I'm just honestly, I know this is gonna be so controversial. So, like, relax, Tombstone. <laughs> Um, no, never mind. I guess he would be Sony, wouldn't he? I guess. I that that's too deep for my knowledge. Tombstone, he's a biker. Tombstone essentially is a biker that gets his skin dyed all white. Mm-hmm. Um, but he could do the spiker speak, he could do the speak with that. Tombstone Oh, oh, I got one. Thing. Fantastic Four's thing. It's clobbering time. Yep, I'm with you. I just am because oh, he has the size, he just has to do the voice. He's got this suit and all. We have to go suit and all, just like Michael Chiklis. Suit and all, solo, oh, baby. But here's the most important thing, and it's the only reason thing works is because for so many movies after that, you can have him just voice act. I'm, no, because so, the tombstone wouldn't work. Hold on, Sly. I'm just trying to think of nice, big, muscular characters who haven't been cast already. The Russian. Dolph Lundgren. No, I'm just thinking for a first alone. I'm, I'm yeah, running oh, away. Oh. Tombstone would have been perfect. I'm like, darn it, though, that's... that's, that's I've, now I only have Spider-Man things in my head. Like Kingpin, Kingpin Rhino, Doc Ock. We already, we already have a Kingpin. I know we have a Kingpin. But yeah, we could just keep him in the Guardians. I don't care. He's fine as a as a Ravenger, frankly. Just one yeah. of the Guardians. I, I just love random A-list actors in these movies. Especially with... especially when they are a non-essential character. I prefer it that way. Yeah. Because I, I, I love Marvel movies. There's still I some know. I need to watch. I, lo- I love the I love all the comic stuff. I just wish DC better, but DC may be getting better. Uh, yeah, with James, James, James Gunn r- taking the helm. Ah, good. You mean hope. Peter Gunn? Yeah, Peter Gunn. But- I was reading the article. I'm like Peter Gunn. What the? Oh, oh, oh co CEOs. That, that was a mess up on my part. Co CEOs that are overseeing all the DC content, which is like it's, it's what they've needed. Yeah. Listen, it's simple as this. It's going to be crisis. It's going to be done. Now that you know Cavill's back, oop, did I just say that? Spoiler. Let me. All right. Let me it's say in the news. Yeah. Which I, again, why I hate headlines because that's all that people talk about. It's like, look, I have I had no interest to see Black Adam. That to me, that is something I'm going to watch on HBO for free. I needed to be at home. I'm not paying money to go to the theater. Same. Right. However, I did watch that post credit scene. It was cool seeing Henry Cavill back and reasons why. One, he has a curl like Christopher mm-hmm. Reeve. Two, they played the John Williams fanfare in the movie for old, like OG Superman. Nice. Fanfare. I like that. So that's like two big reasons why I think that's exciting. But the overall feel that I got watching this scene with Black Adam going up against Superman. Not only are we going to get a Man of Steel 2, 
But I'm pretty sure Dwayne Johnson has his hand deep with DC uh, right now. I, I thought for a second you were about to say injustice. That's why I'm like, if you tell me you think injustice is coming, I'm going to shit. I will not be surprised if Dwayne Johnson actually, because he's actually stepped on a lot of toes at over at Warner Brothers, because he's gone straight to the tippy top to get what he wants. Well, duh, he's the rock. For well, Christ. let's keep in mind. Do you know how long ago the Rock was announced as Black Adam? It's been yeah, and. 15 I, years. And I know it's the it's movies getting mediocre reviews, but there's no denying. Everyone says it. He, he's just in that he, yeah, he's playing himself, but he's so ignaming well, and see the and that's the other thing too. People are watching this and some of the reviews I've been saying how there's a lot of WWE fans are actually starting to enjoy watching Black Adam because they're getting a lot of wrestling vibes with these superhero movies now and i'm like hmm pretty sure that was the gist of wrestling from the get-go yeah but it's you know it's always been a bit of a soap opera true right i just i i i'm excited you have look john cena as the peacemaker i'm like you're kind of getting this vibe of like wrestlers now becoming dc characters can i i have to stop here for a minute just because this is a hilarious little tidbit John Cena is Peacemaker. The Rock is Black Adam. Two legendary WWE wrestlers for a, com- for a movie series owned by Warner Brothers. Uh-huh. Who is also distributes AEW wrestling. AEW. Yep. I knew where you're going with that. <laughs> you say, I was like, I see what you're doing. Um, I, I just think it's... I, I like that he brings another facet to this and another fan base mm-hmm. because I want them to be better. I don't I don't believe in this whole competing. There has to be one better than the other. I want these movies to be good because mm-hmm. when DC is at their best, first off, it's going to make Marvel stay at the top of their game, but mm-hmm. we're just better. There's stories here to tell. There really there, are. The, the hardest thing that DC has to figure out is, and obviously I haven't seen Black Adam yet, but most DC movies feel their runtime. And like let's let's not be wrong here. These superhero movies, they're all getting ridiculous in runtimes. Yeah. Mo- movies in general are they but- are. Yeah. But very rarely does a Marvel movie feel its runtime. A DC movie, oh my god, towards the end of it, you're like, does this end? Right. You get the Lord of the Rings. Return the, of the King. The Batman. The Batman four-hour film. Oh, I've uh, sat down. I'm like, I want to watch the Batman. I, then I look at the runtime and go, no, I don't. It's a good... It feels a little... It's still, that's still a good movie, but it definitely... It doesn't feel its length, but it feels long. And I and, think the reason why the Batman felt long was that two-thirds of the film, you have an OG detective comic... Detective comics, like, cop, murder mystery movie line and then you have the third act where warner brothers is like oh wait this is a batman film we need action and we're gonna have a massive explosion and stuff's happening and well, it's like it's actually there's too much of there's too much i hate to say it like this because i loved it there's too much backstory and with catwoman everything, that's there's too much that's the other thing too. in the first thir- two thirds yeah the final act is necessary 
because if you really follow Batman stuff, they always has a big detective setup, figuring out what's going on. I found my villain. I found their plan. It's always something. You're right. But that's the thing. That's every Batman movie. They're all. It's because it's the comics. That's how they go. That's Batman. But the problem is when you're making that and you're translating it out to a three hour runtime. Yeah. Two hours of it being slow doesn't work. If you're trying to make this to a two hour runtime, you can make it work better. There were like the the car chase with the penguin that could have been instead of like five, I felt it felt like 10 minutes. It could have been five minutes. It could be two minutes. See, yeah. the car chase was probably one of the most like favorite moments for me. I just thought there was parts of it. It's like, streamline this we have to keep could get all our story in here you have to keep it moving i'm glad there's going to be more because it's taking part of a no no man's land particular storyline they're setting up here i want more i'm excited for it um but that but batman's always been that way of you know he's a detective he figures it out and then oh i'm here and now it's elaborate what have you see and the thing i think what dc should just do and if James Gunn's at the helm, maybe he's more of like a realist. Instead of actually having everything being a continuity and tying everything together with a Marvel films, DC has such a huge, rich library. Let just the artists just lay out what they want to do. Just use the characters and say, look, this is what I'm doing. Like, have multi, like, all right, yeah, have Zack Snyder, you know, with Black Adam, but then like, over here, you have the Batman with Robert Pattinson. And over here, Todd Phillips' Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. And guess what? We're doing a sequel with Harley, allegedly Harley Quinn. Like, everyone should just do their own thing. Because One of them is doing their own thing. According to what they originally said, Joker is non-canonical. Well, see, that's fine. Wait, so the, wait, but the Batman changed, is? They, no, they've changed that. The Joker started as being a non-canonical film, yeah. but they changed that now that it's a hit. They want to make it canonical. No, the Batman is supposedly its own thing. I'm I'm with you. I I I'm just saying. Technically, I think he's trying to count the Joker. I'm just saying, not to play devil's advocate. I don't know where the Joker falls anymore. Well, I'm just saying, like, its own. But see, like that I, way, I'm with you. I that way, you can have me. like you can have multiple Batman films come out the same year. That's what I'm saying. Like instead of like having stop with the Batman. Well, no. In the sense, give me some Flash. Give me some Green Lantern. Give me God. Stop with the fucking Batman. It was just an example. It was just an example. Ezra Miller is going to be replaced, and there's going to be a whole new Flash. They take that as what. Oh, did you? you, Hey, did you hear how much money Michael Keaton made off the Batgirl film that was canned? No. Well, let's just say he got all that money back, and it was a lot. That's disgusting. A lot. That's disgusting. For a movie that was canned, that's disgusting. He made a lot off that film. I I just thank his lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. I and the best part, he was allegedly only in the film for merely 20 minutes. And he made from what I read, they said it was Robert Downey Jr. money. Like Marvel Robert Downey Jr. money. Wow. And that is going to be part of DC's problem as they want to incorporate all their old history. Mm-hmm. Your old history. You are looking at act, you're looking at AA list actors. Mm-hmm. 
And now you're looking at them 20 years later. Their hourly rate has gone up significantly. Now you're paying them to come off their island money. Well, that's why I think this is all the setup for a restart with what have you, I crisis infinite earths, whatever you want to call it, whatever strong I think they're going to do. I think they're going to tie everything there and go forward. I agree with Brian. They can be separate, but if you want to have any sort of justice league, there has to be something that ties them all. They can be separate, but we just need to be in the same world. I just, I would just love to know what Kevin Smith is thinking right now, because he actually passed on this job offer that James Gunn is doing. Because he's smart. Um, first off, we don't need Onomatopoeia in a Batman no. film at all. Mm-hmm. Click. Um, I, I, I like his creation, but Kevin Smith needs to do his own thing. I know, and that's film. why. That's why he passed. Like he said, I, I, I love. I he's a good fan and he's a good critic. Absolutely. But I, he, he's better where he I is. I think it and was I, a smart move for him. I love Kevin. I still haven't seen Clark's 3 yet, but I love Kevin Smith. Thoughts on Clark's 3? Uh-huh. Magna Opus. Like, that's what I'm saying. That's hold on, what hold I'm on. saying. Hold on. <laughs> I saw that in Red Bank, and I looked at my buddy Nick, and I said, dude, this, like, if he were to die tomorrow... If he were to die tomorrow, this would be the film to end it on. Like that. George Sales, the man that man lives. Like Clerks 3, I can't emphasize enough how perfect that movie was for a Kevin Smith film. You how perfect that movie was. I I mean, let me see how, where can I watch this? I mean, it's as good as Clerks. I mean, headphones off, Bruce. Nope, nope. I'm gonna hear it firsthand. Let's have it. Kevin Smith made me cry, and that is not okay. Yes. What? Yes. What? Yes. Because his one, his most dramatic movie is my least favorite. Is Garden State. I mean, I cried a little bit during Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Just, just a tad. Just, I got like a little yeah. glassy eyed, but yeah, Clerks Three, uh, Waterfall, Waterfall, Waterfall. I, I, I was sitting there. Click. Yes, click it. I was sitting there. I'm watching. I'm going. You son of a bitch! Like, click. I mean, talk. I, and just hearing him, that's why I love going to see Kevin Smith live too, because like his Q and A's, especially after a film. He really like being a, a film critic himself. He he. I'll be watching soon. Have tissues. Have tissues next to you, dude. I'm telling you. Like, see, see, no, no, no. Have I'll, tissues. I'll be okay. we'll, no. We'll um. But yeah, like he actually said during his Q and A, he was like, I I don't know because someone asked him like, what would you say to young Kevin? Like, if you were to teleport back in time to talk to you, like talk to yourself when you're making Clerks one that you were going to make this, Kevin's like, yeah, th- like you could see how mature Kevin has gotten through the years, and this film shows it. Like, just how it was under budget, just like the first film. It's with his friends and families. Like he, I mean, it, granted, he there were a lot of cameos in this film. But to the very end, like 
my God, you can't, I don't know how he can up that. Like, uh, you can't. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know how he can up this. Film. I will be watching by the next time. I will see this movie by the next time we we convene. Because, God damn, I love that movie. That film was so good. I, 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 I even told Liz, I was like, because she doesn't watch Kevin Smith films. She thinks they're all just like weed fart jokes. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's Jay and Silent Bob pretty much. But that's old Jay and Silent Bob. I'm like, you need to watch Clerks 3. I'm like, this film, if this film doesn't get you to like a Kevin Smith film, I don't know what will. Tell you what, better yet, I'm going to go back to back. I will watch it Thursday. So this Thursday and next Thursday, I have life-changing moments. What's next Thursday? I have tickets to Anne Juliet. Ooh. I am expecting to be blown away. Let me know what you think about that. I'm seeing Kimberly Akimbo on Wednesday and Angeliette on Thursday. I'm seeing both the possible biggest underdog of them all to the juggernaut of Broadway this year. That show is going to print money. Which show? Angeliette. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because from her... What's the... It's the... um... That's the one with all the top 40 songs in it, right? It like he, it's I forget his name, but he wrote all the songs. Basically, the story it's it's Shakespeare and, and his wife Anne Hathaway are talking. She has an idea where the Juliet lives at the end. He says, I want the, it's about him writing and per, people are performing the role of story of Romeo and Juliet and them creating it because he's making it happen. Right. He's writing the show and she thinks he should be this way. And he says, I want it that way. God. Oh, oh, it's going to be. I, I, it, I've heard. I've heard. Good I've heard good nothing stuff. but good things. They are. The cast apparently starts the 28th. They are in the theater ready to blow the roof. There's off. been. I've been hearing heavy talks that this could actually be sweeping Tony Awards. Uh, See. The show on Wednesday has something to say about that. What's the show on Wednesday? Kimberly Akimbo is the small show, but it could be the Tony Darling. I've understood Best Actress might be off the table. Book, score, off table. Really? Mm-hmm. So this is like Remember, a... and Juliet can't be nominated for score, but... True. It's it's one of those apparently Kimberly Akimbo is and I loved K-pop. I thought I had such a blast at this show. What was and is that exactly what I think it is? Korean pop? Like K-pop? it is it's about you're seeing a American broadcast of this K-pop brand called Arby Ruby. Um and you're seeing them put on their show. You hear about the backstory of them trying to it starts as a taping and it goes from there. You're seeing the dress rehearsal for the taping. I had such a good time. I'm and, seeing in the in, well, and Bruce from your seats. Did you have to perform in it too? Uh damn nearly. The this one guy kicked. I thought he was going to hit me in the face. <laughs> I was like, "Well, I'm about to own part of this theater." Cool. <laughs> Sir, do you want yeah. part of the production? Oh hell no! I don't think you're making money. Um, <laughs> I I just had a fantastic, fantastic time. Uh, and Akimbo and, and Angelia. I in a week I see Kimberly Akimbo, Angelia, and some like it hot. Um, that's all my musicals for the fall until next summer. Week. <laughs> spring, I am planning at least one already. 
So June thirtieth is the opening for Back to the Future. Do we know whenever tech rehearsals would be? No, 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 no. June thirtieth is the beginning of previews. Oh, that is previews. Is June? It is beginning of previews. There is a. I can't believe I'm about to say the sentence uh, in life. I'm just. I'm flabbergasted. We have a very good chance, unless Back to the Future stuns and really flops, we have a very good chance of Back to the Future and the Griswolds being on Broadway at the same time. Nostalgia sells. Wow. The year of... Broadway, Broadway Vacation had Seattle, is back in workshop. Is that what it's called? Broadway Vacation? The Griswolds Broadway Vacation. (laughs) What else do you call it? Apparently, it starts with the station wagon pulling right into Times Square. Um, I've heard mixed out of Seattle, a lot of good, some <laughs> bad. <laughs> but they went right back to rehearsal. I understand the one standout is Ellen sings a song called Doofus in Act Two. Um, I can just, oh my this God. Is, they're in workshop. They're coming. It's, it's amazing that Back to the Future. <laughs> A shows like Book of Mormon, everything, but Back to the Future. Uh, the Griswolds Broadway Vacation and the Notebook could all be things in New York at the same Yeah, time. I heard about the Notebook coming. I've heard nothing but good things about the Notebook. That's uh... very excited, considering the hottest show to play in Chicago this year was expected to be Devil Wears Prada. Devil Wears Prada was beyond a flop, and the Notebook apparently is gonna could be a possible hit. Who did I hear that was doing the music? It's a famous writer or musician. Um, Ingerson. Ingrid, Ingrid, Mike, Ingrid uh, Michelson. Yeah. Ingerson's a funeral director. I know <laughs> like, Nope, not that. Um, she's, she did the music. I little I've heard is gorgeous. I I've heard very good things about the notebook. I know nothing about it. I don't know the big ending, whatever it is. I've guessed I'm wrong, whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm very excited to see that when it does arrive. But I'm just, I'm there's just, very few shows I don't want to see. I'm just reading up Bad the Cinderella, of anybody? Damn. Griswold Va- Broadway Vacation. That is yeah. that's that's too funny. <laughs> Holland like Road it. apparently makes an appearance briefly in Act Two. Um, but it's I'm excited for it. I'm glad they're working on it. Considering that's all I got since Monday is the saddest, Tuesday is the saddest day of the year. Day after, you're, I'm glad you're going down to Disney, but like the day after Horror Nights ends is just the worst. Oh, <laughs> so you're gonna be you're gonna be down there for the Christmas overlay, aren't you though, Dozer? Uh, like I, you're gonna miss it. It by a couple of days, aren't you? Yeah, I'll be. I will be there while they're beginning to put things up. You're Tuesday to when? Saturday. Okay. I want to say the last few years, it's been by the 7th or the 8th that they were to go for an, um, oh my God, not so scary. Very merry. Like when we get there on the 2nd, there's a, I would say a higher likelihood that resort stuff may be up. But, but not as much in the theme parks. Yeah. When's it's the last not so scary Monday or Tuesday, Brian? Monday. Do we know? The it's 31st. Monday. It'd be the thirty first Monday. They probably will take me in the past they haven't, but I think they're taking a day. I think you'll have like 
the first it thinks it's still the fall, and from there, they Christmas will start creeping in fast. It the big thing is, and it's one of the reasons why I give a nod to the resorts getting things a little faster, is you don't have anything to really take down in the resorts. So, you know what they should do for one night only? It obviously would be Halloween. But I think for Disney to really no. draw the, draw the no. audience. What do you no. what, what? What do you? No nightmare before Christmas overlay. I didn't say overlay. It's just that why not actually slowly start bringing Christmas stuff in on Halloween? You gotta get people to be like, hey, for this one day a year, the theme it's, parks. By are the end cool. of Dozer's, if he goes on the fourth or the fifth, it should be heavily Christmas in the Magic Kingdom because the eighth is the first very merry. So you gotta figure they're yeah. teching. They want to have everything teched by the fifth or the sixth, and that's like a week. You know, that's what I'm saying. On Halloween on a Monday, by the following weekend, to be all Christmassy, they should really do that I've one day a year. Okay, Christmas. I leave work. It's still a Christmas theme. I go back in the next day. Magic Kingdom is back to normal. Bigger than music and everything. Oh, I know they're. I know they're it's fast. Amazing. With it. Oh yeah, it's an eight hour. Hell, there was that series on. Um... Disney Plus behind the attractions. Who yeah, but, there, but there's there's hearing about it on TV and witnessing it first person that you're like, uh, and, and it was one of those. It was like I had a rare like opening shift. I'm like, I left here not all that long ago. No, and it's already like, yeah, whoop. That that was my favorite. Uh, my manager on the phone. Why is there a crane pulling on the main street? We are open. <laughs> We are in operation. I I can't imagine the insanity that comes to the park that night. The the second the all clear goes through, it's just a madhouse of just people. Just actually, it's not. That's the best part. You have a certain amount. It's when they start going. It's room. It's well organized. Uh huh. It's the guy sitting there. He knows exactly the three bolts he needs to remove. Bump, bump, bump. He goes He goes to the next pole. A truck pulls up behind him, takes it off, puts it on the truck. It's harder to the changeover. Taking The, the changeover is one thing. Like Taking it down, though, it's a totally different. They're done. Ugh. Speaking of done, I'm done. I have to go to I, bed. I was going to say that, too. Speaking of done, done. I gotta go. I gotta get up tomorrow. I got a doctor's oh appointment gosh. tomorrow. Oh, I gotta go. Holy crap! Yeah, to it. I'm like, we're only going like an hour. What? No, it was no. a good episode. We've been talking forever. But you know what? That's why we're the idiots. So you, so don't, you have, don't have, have to be. Happy Halloween, kids! <laughs> <laughs>